boy, you lot. You listen to Garage Hammer. Episode 94. On tonight's episode, the Mundlings talk about their time at Adepticon and play what tape they could salvage from their time with the boys from Healingwood Studios. Let's hope the fat one doesn't embarrass himself too much this time. Shut it! I'm listening to me show! Welcome to the Garage, you tools. We're going to do the best we can to entertain, inform, and perhaps have a laugh or two along the way. Bringing you best painted, best sports, and all things Adepticon. I'm your Utang, Chris Yu. And I'm the one who knocks. You're still knocking, huh? Till episode 100. What are you knocking, boots? You know it, baby. Anyway. When the vans are rocking, I'm probably not in it. So there we go. So uh, let's, uh... So what's going on? Oh, jeez. <laughs> you ever recovered from Adepticon 2014? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had a good time. Uh, might be the best Adepticon I've ever had. I would agree. We probably have different reasons for saying so. Oh, sure. I mean, yeah, because we, we, we did not have similar schedules at all. No, this I time. Hardly, we hardly saw each other. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a little odd that we were that far apart that much of the time. But, yeah, we were uh, in the same vicinity. You yeah. know, Saturday night, we did some recording, uh, so that was fun. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. You're not going to hear it, folks. No, some of it. You'll hear it. People some of will. It. Yeah. All I know is we recorded with Dan and Wayne. And that was fine. And I was beat, so I went up to get some sleep, and you guys kept on recording, and I don't know what happened during that session. It pretty much went directly off the rails. Mm. I needed someone with me with all those other people around to sort of keep things going and guide uh-huh. it. And I also learned something very important. What's that? I, you know that whole know thyself? Uh-huh. For me personally, podcasting and alcohol do not mix. I think that's a general rule. Most people could probably. I no. There's agree enough to. guys who you'll hear them drinking. If I just have a couple, though, I am easily okay. I'm already easily distracted. Mm. Give me just. Two, I mean, I don't have to get drunk. I'm just saying, give me a couple of two, three drinks, uh-huh. and any chance at me being the guiding light goes right out the window. Is yeah, gone. It's like, oh look, a dog with a fluffy tail. <laughs> <Right>. I'm just. <laughs> I, I could see that, and I, I, I saw that coming from a mile away. Well, as you were leaving, you're like, oh, there's Domus. Get Domus. He should at least come on. Dom-, you know, because we're like, yeah. Domus, are- Domus had been drinking with Johnny for like two hours oh, was already. he wasted, too? They oh. were gone. Like, you left, and he sat there. I was like, what's going on? I was like, great. This is going to be absolutely <laughs> no help. Commence derailing. Now. Uh, it was fun. It was really funny. And, it, it, and, you know, before we even get into that stuff later... You know, to everyone who jumped up and, and jumped on a mic and, and stuck around to record because I had asked them, hey, if you want to come on, come on. And it just, a lot of it was not, you, there's no content. It, I mean, I had a great time with all these people. Mm-hmm. I apologize if anyone's like, hey, I got completely cut out because, yeah. We'll leave that to the editor. Yeah, I don't know what to say either. I'm like, whoops. I don't know. If we get enough uh, feedback from people who are interested, maybe I'll try to. Clean it up, and at some point down the line, throw it out in a garage game, or so you guys can hear the complete, the 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 lack, the the non warhammer. So we we should take a moment to thank our sponsors. Oh yeah, we absolutely should do that. Our sponsors are Unique Gifts and Games in beautiful Grays Lake, Illinois. Oh yeah, Mears Miniatures. How do you M-I-E-R-C-E spell that? I E R C E Miniatures. It's almost like the Mickey Mouse. M I E R C E Miniatures. Mantic Dark games. Age, oh, <laughs> Dark Age game. Okay, I don't know. 
That was a, I was trying to keep the song going. Oh, was, ben, oh yeah. I thought you were off the song. We can go back to that. No, just, it took me too long, and you were like, yeah, I don't know what he's standing around waiting for, staring at the sky. For the love of God, let's talk about shout-outs. Do we oh, have any? Yes, yes, yes. Um, we do have some shout-outs. We had a, a very kind uh, donation and shout-out from Christian Bayer. Um, Christian Bale? Bayer? Bayer, B-A-Y-E-R. Okay. Uh, says, hi guys, I'd like to promote my new gaming group. We're called Team Irresistible Force. We're a club gathering at Game Castle in Santa Clara, California on Wednesday nights. We focus on all aspects of the hobby, painting, modeling, gaming. We're hosting narrative campaigns based off your campaign pack and regularly play Triumphant Trapetry, Storm of Magic, and other campaigns as well. Yeah, they're using a modified version of my campaign oh, pack. Interesting. Uh, you know, you hear that, you're like, oh, wow, that's cool. Someone thought you wrote something yeah. decent enough to, to run with it. I mean, they just took bits of it, which is basically, I stole bits of stuff sure. from other people, too. So, I mean, it, it's just fun bits to hear it. pieces. Yeah. Uh, we'll also be hosting a monthly one-day tournaments beginning in May. We welcome everyone to join us and help support the game and the community. People can reach us on Facebook at www.facebook.com uh, slash team.irresistible.force. Thanks. Santa Clara, huh? I, you know, I have some family that lives out there. Maybe I, next time I'm out there, we can stop by and there you get go. some pickup games in. Sure. Just slip an army in the back when you're packing up the family. Hey, if the UK, UK guys can do it, uh, why there, can't we? There you go. I'll give you that much. Um, oh, and also, guys, don't forget to go to LostSouls2014.com. That's I know it's the, getting real close to the date, but um, you know, we've been ta- we were talking about that before, and that that Lost Souls yep. tournament's it, right here at the uh, end of April. So take a look at that. But those are our shoutouts. Ha And then, of course, we have voicemail. Well, no, we don't. We do. What? Actually, you're right. I canceled it. Oh, okay. Okay. But if we did have it, it would be one seven five seven G H show six. I'm just kidding. We still have voicemail. Yay! Uh, yeah, seven five seven G H show six. Or if you're calling internationally, it's for most places zero zero one seven five seven G H show six. Um, and we don't have. We have. I think we have a voicemail. Uh, just someone calling in to say they like the show. Uh, and what, was that the guy from China? Oh, that's right. I got to play the clip from the guy from China. Yes. Okay. Insert clip from guy from China here. Oh, hey, guys. Uh, it's the guy from China again calling. Um, yeah, sorry, my phone ran out of minutes last time. Uh, it, it turns out it's a little expensive to call, but uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, great show. Love listening to it. And um, yeah, sorry about calling and then not calling back for a long time. All right, goodbye. Okay. So, once again, didn't say his name, which was like, <laughs> damn it. But we know if he's from China. Does he just... How do we know? Do he, he just says, hey, I'm well, I mean, from China? I, well, I mean, well, <laughs> I, I suppose I could call from anywhere and be like, yeehaw, I'm calling from Timbuktu. But um, the phone number that shows up on the Google voice is like a, a really, like, you know, it's a number. It's a Chinese characters. It's or? from 8818638. Uh, eight, yeah, I mean it's yeah, it's okay. it's so a it's foreign number, and like I said, from eight six one eight six, and then it goes on for eight more digits. So, Yeesh. yeah, so I'm assuming okay. And I felt bad because he's like, yeah, we got cut off because I was calling from my cell phone and uh, calling he, all the way to the United States to choose minutes. I yeah, I can understand that if he could maybe email in his name oh that would be I'd cool love yeah. to put a name to it he'd be our he'd be our new favorite he'd be our favorite listener in china yeah 
because he's the only one we know. I mean, it's a small it's a small pool, but <laughs> he'd be the first of millions. The, oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah, that's so right. Please, well, we uh, love getting the international you know, calls. PM well. us on the forum or, or tweet us or something. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, so that's, yeah, that's that. You know what? Um, why don't we take a quick break? And when we come back, we're going to get skipping the news and rumors because mm. uh, there's not much. And quite frankly, I want to get on to other stuff. Sure. And uh, we'll do a very a truncated toolbox brought to you by Gazer Superstar. Gazer Superstar. Gazer Superstar. Right, folks, Chaos Orc Superstore, your one-stop shop for all your hobby gaming needs. They've not only got current and classic GW releases, Chessex Dice, and Vallejo Paints, but now they're also carrying Mantic, Infinity, Flames of War, Privateer Press, Soda Pop, Dark Age, and other assorted boarded miniature-based games. They usually ship within 24 hours, and the model in the picture is the model they ship to you, because at Chaos Orc Superstore, what you see is what you get. We're back. Yes, we are. <laughs> Want to talk a little toolbox? Little toolbox, yeah, for my little tools. <laughs> so what you've been up to? <laughs> just stupid. It's a weird night tonight. It is. I'm just feeling silly. I'm a little overtired, and it's like I'm, oh yeah, I'm still recovering. Well, okay, we got. I got back Sunday kind of early. Like I was home with the kids by about six. We had dinner, and everyone was done getting ready for school and everything by about seven thirty, and then we just hung around. Heather was at her thing, didn't get home to about 9.30, and everyone went to bed. Like, I was in bed about 10. I got up at 5.30 for work, and that, for me, is a long night of sleep. Mm. And I was exhausted all day. And then yesterday, I was falling asleep at, like, 9 p.m. I mean, today, maybe that's why I'm so silly at 9 o'clock, because I've been sleeping. Slap happy. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Me too, yeah. You know, Friday, Saturday night at the ho- I never sleep well at hotels. Right. Even after taking uh, Z-Qual, okay. sleep aid, I was still up all night, both nights. But that's neither here nor there. Toolbox. Um, okay, I'm still reading Legion for After Eleanor, although we're covering the Garrow audio novels now, mm-hmm. which is going to be really great. Working with the Dwarf book, really having fun with it, okay. starting to expand. Um, two other things I read that I thought were worth mentioning. I'm reading Thorgrim, the book that came out with the from Black Library, the 120-page novella mm-hmm. that came out with uh, the Dwarf book. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Any good? <sighs> Nope. No good. Oh, Why? Oh, well, let's put it this way. It's 120 pages, and it's one of those smaller books. Like, yeah. it's about the size of it's like, you know, my size of my iPad. Okay. Okay? It's 120 pages. I've been reading it for two weeks. I'm about halfway through it. Just slow? It's just... It's called Thorgrim. I'd like him to show up in the book eventually. It's just... I, I don't know. 
I'm, I'm hoping it gets better at the end, but really, I'm just, and you know me, I like my Black Library sure. stuff. I was so looking forward to this book, and there's parts of it that are just, I had to go back and reread them. I'm like, wait, what I read just didn't even make any sense. Like, I have no idea what's going on, but this, I've, I've not been so disappointed. Maybe you're right it. on the cusp of it yeah, becoming Yeah, well, I, I hope so, because, I mean, it's rare that I go that negative on a, on a on a something like that especially a dwarf fiction i'm like oh this is gonna be great that's actually in character it just takes forever for the dwarves to oh stop to it arrive uh <laughs> last thing i read and this was interesting i got the new warhammer visions mm. um and it's the imperial knights so it's all those things those now, are okay. awesome <laughs> okay here's the thing i was talking with rotor mm. about this before uh, right before adepticon and during adepticon Here's the mistake I see with Warhammer Visions. Because uh, this month they've had, they got an extra orc army, a 40k orc army. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, it's a little bit less of the just the featured army of the month, mm-hmm. and there's more variety. They've still got the Golden Demons and the Games Days and all the other stuff in there, uh, but there's also an extra couple of armies in there that they look at. So it's not 50 or 60% this is the new thing and then here's a few other things. Because the other things are really what's great about sure. it. Um, I picked up one issue of White Dwarf this month with the Imperial Knights because I just it was the one that had the rules for the Exalted Flamer. All right. So like I haven't gone through four weeks of White Dwarf looking at all the pictures of the new stuff. Right. So when I picked up the Warhammer Visions, not having seen any of that stuff yet, it is pretty cool. And I was thinking their biggest mistake is that should not be coming out. Now, those the Imperial Knights should have been last month's. The first issue should never have been Tyranids. The first issue oh, should have I been see. Dwarfs right. before it comes out. No rules, no explanations, no words. If you want to get that just stuff. Just lots of if pretty. But this is what's coming out this month. Right. This is all the stuff that's coming out between now and next month. Take a look at how cool it looks. Right. What's your appetite? Exactly, yeah. because that not having seen any of the Imperial Knight stuff, it was c- cool. Although I did, I was cracking up laughing while I was reading it. Okay, because there's only like two models in that ni- book. It's the giant, the it's the knight, the giant knight yeah. with the gun variation. That's it. So like every picture, it's like here's a giant knight fighting a giant Eldar thing. Next page. Here's a giant knight fighting a giant mm. Tau thing. Next page. It's the same Here, thing. The same and I looked at Harrison. I go, you know what this is? I go, what? I go, this is the pilot's like vacation album. Here I am fighting this. Oh, now here I was on this planet fighting this. Because that's what it looked like because it was just the same. And first it was like the same model, like with the same paint job. I was like, this is a, a, a knight from this house. And so like there was like. 10 or 15 pictures of those. You th- you'd think you would be in the interest to vary it. Then they look f- how well, different it can look with this color well, and, and then that color. But then you got to the next one. Now it's from this house with this color. Right. And then you got 10 or 15 of those. So mm. because it was the same model <laughs> over and over again, I'm like, it's like his vacation yeah. slides. Then I went to this planet and beat up a Tyranid. Then I went <laughs> over here and punched these Tau in the face. It was so funny looking huh. at it. And that was the big drawback because this, this was actually, I found this one even more interesting than when I was going through the dwarf one, because I think the biggest flaw of visions is I've just looked at it for a month in white dwarf. Right. And yes, there's more pictures, but it's still mostly stuff I've just lo- I've been looking at for a month. I think if they like whatever comes out next month, skip it. Or not whatever's coming out next, you know, 
you know, whatever, well, what's this month? That Astro Militarum and a couple of the other things that came out? Mm-hmm. Don't put any of this stuff in the next Visions. Make the next Visions whatever's coming after it for the next four weeks. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be a much more worthwhile, you know, as a, as an not only as, like you said, looking at, at getting that inspiration, but as a teaser. It, here's everything that's going to come out in the next month. You know, everyone always said the old White Dwarf was just a catalog because it was just tons of pictures of what's coming out. Well, this one, they're doing all these high-res, de- you know, super detailed, uh, you know, lots of, you know, really fancy. Not- I mean, you've, you've seen it. They're great yeah, yeah, pictures. Yeah. If you're going to do that... Put it out beforehand so I can see that and be like, oh, my God, what is that? I have to have one. It makes sense, but you know, who knows I mean, it, what, hey, what their you know overall plan is. Yeah, I it mean, makes, what you're saying is making sense, but. That's just my one thought. I think I would like the magazine because I, I do enjoy it. I really do actually enjoy the magazine because I do get a lot of inspiration. Mm-hmm. I like looking through it. Um, I'm hoping they keep moving more and more to having multiple armies and more variety going. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to showcase what came out, showcase what's coming out this coming month, not what I've just looked at for four weeks in White Dwarf and seen the models come out and the book come out. I mean, I've been looking at that for a month. By the time I get visions, it seems like old news. See, I'm telling you, I think they're th- intending for people to look at one or the other, not necessarily both. That's that's That was my theory, and I'm sticking to that. Yeah, I would I would think that they would want people to get both. I mean, for a month, yeah, but you for money said. wise, why would you spend the money to make two but publications? You just spent ten minutes lambasting, you know, revisions as a waste because I've already seen it in White Dwarf. And what I'm saying is, if they put visions first, and I really like what I see, if I'll do still that, pick but, up the White Dwarf. But we don't know. You only you can only go by what you've seen right. and what they're doing now, not by what they should do. Right, right, right. But that's all I'm saying. I like the magazine. I'm just saying, yeah. I think if I think if it went in the other order. Mm-hmm. I like what I see. Now I'm going to pick up and look at the rules. Whereas I've already picked up, looked at the rules, and seen pictures. Like it or not, I've already seen it. Versus if you just read Visions and not White Dwarf, oh, these look pretty good. Maybe I should go find the rules for these in White Dwarf. Exactly. And that's, yeah, that's that's why I'm thinking they need to reverse it. Exactly. But, I, but if you only read Visions, it doesn't matter what's in White Dwarf, if you've already seen it or not, because you don't. you're not exposed to it. You only go search it out in White Dwarf once you've seen it in Visions. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That's why vision should go first to whet your appetite so you're waiting for that to come out. You know in the next couple of weeks. I know that's what you're saying. What I'm saying is it's it's not relevant. You can you can have visions and just read that and then selectively go to the White Dwarf as needed. But what yes, regardless but, of when it has come out. But I don't Okay, here's my other but here's my what I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't want to go have to go back and say, "Okay, this is out so I know it's one of the last four issues. I hope mm-hmm. Kathleen still has one at the store." See what I'm saying? Then I'm then I'm then I'm taking a risk that they don't have it because it's an older issue. Mm. Whereas this is really cool. Then I'm there every Friday going, "What's in it? Is it this thing that I that I thought was really cool?" Because mm-hmm. I'm anticipating going to look for the rules and not just saying, "Okay, this is cool." Now I'm going to go look in the back catalog and hope they have yeah, a, an older know, issue there. But then are they? I don't know. So we're, it's just it's all just pure theory. Oh sure, that just, of, yeah. just that was that was my opinion. Is I think that it would I think it would do better if that sure went sure. if it went in that order um, because I do kind of enjoy it and I did find I did get a lot of fun out of looking at those pictures, but it was the same sure. model, you know. So well, if you really like the model, yeah. like, I don't know. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's it. That's it. Did you read it? Have you have you gotten any farther? Probably not. You've been no, no. with Adepticon and everything. No, and I'll, I'll tell you that book is is 
you know, it's sitting in my bathroom. I do a lot of bathroom reading, uh-huh. and it's every time I look at it, I'm like, I just, I just can't. I don't know. I, I think I, I've lost my my interest in that for now. It'll come back eventually because it always does, right? But for now, I just kind of like uh, well, I need you to can't take a you break. can't finish the th- you can't get to that third part unless you get through this one. That's gonna I'm, I'm in no rush. It does get and like I said, I I liked it a lot. You know, I I loved once he really started going and just started hunting things down. Um, I thought it really got cool, but that's me. Can I ask what about him as a character you find interesting? Aside from the fact that he comes from the shadows and he's Batman, what redeeming qualities does he have? Oh, I don't know. There's there's a couple of parts where, I mean, he's just that. Um, how do how do I articulate it? <laughs> Am I putting you on the spot here? Well, I mean, a little bit. I mean, because he is he's a, he's very much a loner. You said other than all his cool things, what do you like about him? Well, all those cool things, uh, you know. Well, yeah, but does he? Um, you know, is he, he virtuous? Does he stand up for you know the weak, or is he really dedicated to his family? I don't uh, see any of that. He's the true king of Nagarith, and it's his job to wrest it back from them. But until he gets some semblance of power, he's got to be that guerrilla fighter out in the shadows because he's outnumbered. See, I don't even think he's gotten to that part yet. Yeah. I mean, the part you haven't gotten to the part where he gets his bow? No. You haven't gotten to the part where he sneaks up and he sees Morathi like, and like, planning? He's like sneaking through I, the I've, I've read that part where, okay. she, where he's... He peers in and sees her talking to what appears to be a demon. Yes. That part that you mentioned? Yeah. yeah I've got to that. Yeah, see, there's some pretty cool things in there like that, and there's just some stuff he does. But, he, I mean, it's... it's Those are all cool events, I but in context, that, his, his character, I find very flat. Well, it's just it's, his character's kind of sad. He was not into any of the politics or anything like this, and that's what it is. He's really tragic because he didn't want to be the king. Like, he really didn't want this responsibility. Yeah, he wanted, maybe. You know what I'm saying? And maybe. He, and now he's thrust into this role... It's just, All right. Well, I'll, I will keep on reading it, but the loner as a character, as a as a as an archetype, can I use that term? Sure. Is to me is not interesting to carry to be the main character. He's just he's just not as interesting. You well, know, Han the, Solo cannot be a main character. He's interesting as a side guy, right? But he can't he's be interesting guy. as yeah supporting cast. Oh, that's the problem is he doesn't have enough supporting cast with him. I agree with you there, Alethan. Because he's a loner. But yeah. I mean, it's like it's like when you watch Conan the Barbarian. You know, Conan walks around not talking all the time. He needs the archer guy who's his buddy. That talks a lot. That, yeah. yeah, to yeah, go yeah. with him to be that guy. Alethanar doesn't have that guy with him in the story. So I, I can see where you're coming from, and I, I kind of agree with you there. that mm. it is, He is a difficult main character, and of the three books, it, it's probably the weakest because of that. Interesting. But right. there are cool moments. Like you said, there are cool moments and scenes that you know from reading your the history sort of, of the Warhammer war, fluff, sure, yeah. That, that, okay, this is coming up, so that's what I liked about it. Okay. All right, what about modeling? What did you get done? Anything fancy, pants? Uh, no. Did, I, I, didn't you win something at a... Did you win something at Adepticon for their painting? I know you got nominated for Best uh, Painting. I didn't win anything. I did get nominated for you know the, the top, I don't know, top 10% of a painting. They put all the... Basically, what they did is all, after the paint judging, they, they gathered the top scorers... Uh, that they that the paint judges agreed on and put them se- kind of separated them and put them on their own table for everyone to view. Nice. And I was nominated to be one of them. And I was over the moon. I mean, I went in hoping for like good scores. Yep. Not. I didn't even think t- that I would be nominated for something. So it was quite an honor to be put up there with the likes of you know Johnny Hastings, Dan Heelan, Wayne Kempf. Right. You know all these heavy hitters in terms of painting. So. <laughs> you know they always joke on the show. I even I think I make fun of them during the interview. Where Dan's talking about pain, I'm like, let's talk to a real painter. What do you think, Wayne? And it's like, 
because I hadn't seen Dan's stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they always talk about how Dan just tries to whip stuff off. And yeah, that's the impression I have, that he wasn't really a hobbyist. He's more of a gamer. <laughs> this stuff's good. I was really impressed. Yeah. Really was, impressed. Yeah, no, it was good. And, and Wayne even said that Dan doesn't get the proper recognition for his painting, and that and Wayne even acknowledged Dan is a better painter than Wayne. That's what, Yeah, that's what he said, yeah. So that's why I was surprised when he said that. I was, like, I oh, was well, too. But, yeah. Um, yeah, he, I mean... Dan also got nominated for honorable mention, third in terms of best painted. Oh, nice! Yeah, very nice. So that was good. And that was funny when they said that. They just you know announced it, uh, but Dan I guess didn't realize, so he went up thinking that he was going to get an award or something. Okay. They're like, no, 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 <laughs> there's no award. <laughs> you can sit oh, back down. Oh, jeez, it was a little awkward. <laughs> kind of a funny moment, but uh, yeah, nice job to Dan, uh, regardless. Cool. Oh, uh, yeah, I've. Uh I got. I was at Adepticon, and I want to say thank you to the people from SmoothOn.com. They do a lot of stuff to make rubber molds and to make resin models and cold casting and all that stuff. And um, I was over there and talking to them, and they showed me how to use this stuff. And so it looks like, well, I was going to do it tonight, but we're recording. So tomorrow yeah. I'm making the molds for, Ooh, for my bases. Very exciting. Very excited. I'm looking forward to your final product. I hope it turns out well. I don't think I have enough uh, material to make enough bases because they've got this stuff. It's like a, it's like two part epoxy. You mix it and you pour it together, mm-hmm. and it's got like you got about thirty seconds to fill the molds, and then it starts to set. It's like a quick set. Wow, thirty seconds. Yeah, wow. and then after a few minutes, like it's they're ready. But I don't have enough to make all the bases I want to make. Mm-hmm. But if once I know if this stuff works and it, it's you know, I don't know how hard it cures yeah. when it's done, but it's going to be better. It's going to be so much easier than making them out of Merlin's magic out of the plaster, right, right. and then having to drill holes in the mall to 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 pin the models yeah. to the bases. This stuff is the soft. It's going to be so easy to drill holes through and to glue stuff to. Huh? I'm really excited, dude. I'm so I'm psyched. looking forward to it. Well, this is the step because I got about forty dwarfs sitting there, just lightly touch base, a wood glue to basic bases. Uh, yeah. And uh, once I can get these bases done and primed, I also at Adepticon picked up a quart of black primer and a bunch more of the Minotaur, Minotaur paints. Nice. So it's a quart of airbrush primer. So I'm going to pet prime the whole Empire Army. Right. All these bases, get them done up. Put start putting the dwarves on them. Get them done up. But no rush, right? No. Stress free well, hobby. But it, it'll be nice because once they're on, I'll feel like if we want to play some dwarf games, at least I've sure. got. Yeah, yeah. But you got to work on it. Yeah. Yeah. There's no rush. No yeah, don't rush it. You're at a good. You're at a critical stage. These early stages. So yeah. You know why rush it? Well, and that's the thing. It's it's actually been quite frustrating because I made them and it's just take. It took so long to make ten of these. Hmm. Because of the fact that I had to make all these batches and I had to get one sure. tile out of each batch. And then a bunch of them broke when I was drilling them because I did it wrong. And so it's like it's going really, it's like going way slower than I want it to, but I see that I, I it's like, okay, this is, and if this works, I am going to. I'm going to go nuts because this is really... Well, it'll change. It'll reshape the way that you hobby. Exactly. So, yeah. I and, definitely take and, your time with it. But the cool thing is because I know you doing your bases too. Mm. Once we get this done, if I know how to do this. We can make molds of any kind of cool stuff we want. Nice. So instead of doing all that Sculpey night, we can get it and do and just make... I'll, I, I'm going to pick your brain when I start my third army. I don't know what that is yet, but... Oh, okay. It's going to okay. be something. I don't think, yeah, I've got four. I was really thinking, in fact, someone gave, I got some Bretonians as a gift, you know, mm-hmm. like at Bits last time, and I, I've i got them here, and I, I, they're still going to be like my hobby if I just want to paint one model like crazy, right. yep. but uh, I think I'm sticking 
no matter what comes out next. I think I've got four, and I really think as I've been clearing out, I'm content. VC dwarfs the demons that I've got not quite done, right? And then the wood elves the wood that elves. I never got rid of. I think good. that that covers pretty much every style of play. I think I could want to play, but uh, so yeah, I'm really really excited about making these bases. That's nice. the big thing. So I did pick up at Adepticon the uh, special Orc and Goblin command set from Forge World, the one with the um, the guy riding the squig, the mage that's kind of being lifted up. Yeah, so I was really ha- that that was my, my my mission to get that set. Nice. So I was happy to get that. Yeah, I spent a little more money than I planned, but I didn't know that the new Horus Heresy, the the big, mm-hmm. you know, like the Tamarcon, you know, type. Yeah, the book, book you asked me to get. For yeah. You. yeah, I went out and I d- I did pick it up. I did order it. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah, because they were out, but they'll order it and they ship it for free. Sure. Right. And since it's fifteen percent, that's enough money where it warranted. Right. I'm gonna get it eventually anyway. Mm. Just order it now. And then, uh, yeah, I picked up that, and I picked up some paint, and so I would, and then I got this stuff to make these molds. I'm just, I went, I just went hobby stupid. It was fantastic. It was so cool, very cool. So, um, why don't we move into really quick into Adepticon, some uh, impressions and stuff before we talk about your games before we take another break? Sure. So um, now you were there Thursday. No, I did not go Thursday. I, I made it there early Friday morning, first day Friday morning. Okay, so you were there about the same amount of time I was then. Uh, Friday morning, I got there at seven thirty. Okay. okay, I left the house about eight because I couldn't okay. leave that right. early. So, in fact, big thanks to um, all the Minnesota guys and the Skull Bros because they were helping me out. Um, oh yes, well because team tournament. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Brosco was going to play for me, and then he realized he had signed up for a class at that time. So rather than call me back and be like, "Dude, I can't do it," like I mean, talk about a top-notch guy. Me and Brosco and Rotor, and like, we've become pretty good friends. Mm-hmm. But I get an email, and it's not, oh, dude, I forgot I can't do it. It's like, hey, I can't do it. And I asked Mike Gerald if he would do it, and he said he would. Is that okay? I'm like, well, um, yeah. That's totally, yeah. So, <laughs> That's uh, quite a, all right, quite yeah, a good player to have exactly. to win for you. So, because I couldn't get there on time. So he played and, my first, yeah, my first game Friday. And, and you were partnered with? Greg Dan. Okay. so Our, want- the original foreign correspondent. <laughs> Did you want to talk about those team games now, or well, you want to yeah, talk well, about general impressions? Yeah, general stuff. Okay. All right. So then, now I was only signed up for that. That was the only gaming I was signed up for. I know you had signed up for the team tournament and the championships. And the championships, correct. So let me ask you, outside of playing, yeah. and then you pod, uh, afterwards we had dinner and podcast, and you went to bed Saturday night. Yeah, right. What did you do Friday night? Friday night... See, I went to that. Well, I went late to that paint class. We went to Portillo's. Oh, we went to Portillo's. We and then ate. What'd you do after that? Uh, that was pretty much it. I, I wondered. I when we were going back into the hotel, uh-huh. I walked through the bar and saw a bunch of our local guys. Ryan Nickel, right? Thank you for the spam, by the way. Yeah. He, you know, he said that every time uh, he gives us spam, he's fine with that as long as he can come on. I told him that is great. Okay, he David doesn't, doesn't know to... it, but uh, he's no longer the show. Ryan Nickel is a new co-host. Oh, that that works. It's free spam for me for life. There you go. <laughs> He, does he not know that he could pretty much come on without the Regardless. spam? Don't tell him that. Oh, we got to get the free spam. Oh, okay. That's his arrangement. I mean, uh, spam. Yes. Lots of spam. You might even say spam a lot, but... You could say that. There sure. you go. Um, so, yeah, I, I ran to them, talked to them a little bit, and then, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting old. I, I need okay, my sleep. But so, basically, you were there for about three days, and all you did was play Warhammer. It's essentially. Basically. Okay, essentially. essentially. See, I couldn't... I just... I didn't want to. How come? 
it's not it's not about the Warhammer. It doesn't matter what the game was. I just felt like, you know, I've been going there now for a few years, and um, when I could get there on like a Wednesday night or Thursday, and have that you know a, a full day to sort of hang out and do other. But there's so much going on there. There is so much going on at Adepticon, and yes, I can run and see things for the one hour in between games that you've got. Or I said. You know, I'm getting. I'm already getting there late. I'm coming in and jumping in on the second of my right. three round tournament. You know, there's people there that I never get to see. There's things I like want to go to. Any of the guys that we hang out with when we're there that we that don't live around here, Joe Garrow and Greg Dupuy, sure, who right. have, who are now listeners. Finally, yeah, after yeah, three, finally. after almost four years, they're now listeners. About uh, time, guys. And they actually got, they won, didn't they win best sports at the team tournament? Uh, they did, yeah. Yeah, and so we were going to, they wanted to come on. We're going to have to have them on at some sure. point because they wanted to come they on. Find their secrets, you know. How yeah, do you exactly. win best sports? Exactly. I know, because uh, on top of that, because Joe's such a jackhole. So. I know, Greg totally carries that team. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, um. It was just like there's all these painting classes and there's other things going on and I just wanted to go do them. I mean, well, I mean, the guy I, I did I got to go up to the to the Blood Bowl tournament and see the guys from Slurpcast, Johnny P and Extreme. Cool, cool. So it was just like getting to go see people. I'd rather do that. But the thing is, you can still do that. You can play during the day. Uh huh. And you know, there's an hour between each game. And then you were done relatively early. Then you have all night to do whatever. We're done just at, the fact that I right. went to bed relatively early. Yeah, didn't, but you know, stay up and get hammered, we're, whatever. We're, we're done at okay. Here's the thing: we're done at eight at night. Yeah. I, I wanted to take classes. Two of the classes I could only get on like Saturday afternoon mm-hmm. because they booked up fast, and they were you couldn't get the night ones because they sold out. I really wanted to go to these classes. I went to sure. an object source lighting class that Victoria Lamb taught. Best. I've taken painting classes there for now for four years. Best class I've been to. A lot of times they're just there with a model, and they're like, okay, everybody gather around. They kind of show you and right, talk you through right. it. Dude, she had a PowerPoint. Uh, she, had, or she had like her computer. Oh, and she, had a, she had a projector, and she was showing us pictures of her models and talking us through it. Like I yeah. learned so much in two. Like It's a two-hour class, and normally they give you a model, and they just kind of, okay, watch what I do, and then try right. it for two hours. Here she talked for like an hour, showed us step-by-step everything, the and then said, okay, okay Give it a shot, and then she walked around and looked at it. It was so good. But you can do all that and still hang out with everybody. I'm just not a social butterfly. I guess that's yeah. my thing. Yeah, it's just. I mean, like I said, I get there at ten o'clock Friday Whereas morning. You are. I'm leaving. You are, Mister. You think so? so? I was there. Like I said, it was uh, what four, about fifty four hours total. Mm. You figure I sleep about tw- ten of those, so you're down to forty four hours. If I spend 30 of those playing Warhammer, mm-hmm. and then you got to go get something to eat, and you got time in between, you want to get a class. You're not, you're not playing Warhammer solo. You're spending two, three hours of intense game time, fun game time, with another person. It's very engaging. And if you, could, if you could do that with five different people over the course of the championships, then isn't that the same uh, there's, thing? There's nothing wrong with that, and I like it. I just said, me personally, for this year... I would rather play it a little looser, not have to play games. Yeah, you know everyone has their own thing. That uh, and there's it, no wrong way to do it at the con. Exactly, and there's nothing against it. But it was like, like I said, first of all, I really wanted those classes, and I had to choose between the classes. I've been trying to get an object source lighting class for three years. Mm-hmm. When that showed up, and I made it, and I took it, and it was like, well, you can't be in the championships. I'm like, well, then I can't be in the champion. I've got, sure, I, yeah. If you have to prioritize, you know, yeah, makes sense. And uh, and I can still get in. 
several good games with a few hours with guys who I talk to and see all the time and would love to get games with and I, I never get the, to. The, there's a difference. If you play a pickup game, casual game, that's cool. But to be on a big stage that Adepticon is, that yeah. international people are there, everyone right. is bringing their best in terms of how things look, how their list is put together, and how they're presenting themselves. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like going to a fancy party. <laughs> <Yeah>. In theory, <laughs> sure. But to be a part of that is, is fun, too. Yeah. But it's a different kind of... I've got no beef with being in the champions. Mm-hmm. I just said, I've done it for several years. I wanted to see other things, and I didn't want to feel rushed or like my time was tight. Um, the best part about it, I'll tell you right now, the best part about it was getting up Sunday. Everyone else who was playing had already gotten up and gone down to the right. games. Yep. I got to pack up, take my stuff out to my car casual. Every other yeah. year, it's like I'm up at 6 in the morning packing, putting everything in the car, getting ready to go in for that last day of the tournament, having everything put away except what I need because i got to be checked out I'll, I'll before you, it's over. I'll tell you what. Having played in the championships this year, the way they did the scheduling, you know, an hour break in between, three games followed by two, uh, two games on the Sunday, that's the early day. It was the most relaxed schedule that I've ever experienced at Adepticon. By far. I mean, yeah. they did the schedule right this year, for yeah. sure. So, you didn't experience it because you didn't play it, but it, if you play in it next year, I don't know if you are, and I, we haven't talked about it, but you might oh. you might say, hey, yeah, this is actually pretty chill, because I found it very relaxed, tons of time between each each round. Yeah. It's just, I feel like the time in between each round, it's still blocked into, I'm in the championships from 8 to 8. I may have an hour in the middle, but th- I can't commit that hour to anything because I don't know if I'm going to have a. That's when you just hang out with. That's that's the time to hang out with people and, you know, yeah. chat and catch up. Yeah, I mean, there's. I mean, we can do it anyway. Yeah. I just I liked I liked just kind of wandering, you know, and not even because you know, like Spencer from Cheated Fates, like he always says, oh, we should get together. So I got to go see him. Yeah. You know, I got to wander around the 40K room. I got to see Carl from Independent Characters. I talked to him for a little bit. Social I social butterfly. But that's it. I mean, seriously, I'm not going to see most of these people, but maybe once or twice a year. Yeah, and and I've become tight friends with some of these guys over social media. Mm. I'd much rather go hang out for an hour or two and play Mansions of Madness or go play a board game with some guys and say, I'm just hanging out because I want to hang out with you guys who I don't see that often mm. than worry about having to play and be on a schedule and that sure, type of stuff. Sure. Again, there's no wrong way to do right. it. So. And it was just, like I said, after three years of doing it, I said, I'm going to give it a try this way. And it was... Really cool because I, I did have that sort of freedom. I would probably, I think next year, I'm def, I don't think I'm going to take any more painting classes next year. I think I've taken pretty much everything that I really want to get mm-hmm. uh, over the course of four years. I've managed to pick yeah. them all up. I may play next year. I may not, or I may just actually schedule pickup games, like actually get in touch with people ahead of time and say, hey, let's play this day, this right. time. Right. And then just sort of pack in so I know what I'm doing. But Let me ask you this. Yeah. Would you ever consider being part of the Adepticon staff? In what capacity? Like, what do you mean? Like, general, you know, rules judge, paint judge. That might be fun. Whatever they need your help for. Sure. I mean, that might be fun. I actually talked to Alex about it before in the beginning of this year because yeah. I was thinking about doing it. Um, but then I just, like, I lucked out and got in all the classes I wanted. So, <laughs> well, yeah, it's hard. Yeah. The, they, as an organization, definitely need the help. Yes, uh, and I've I've thought about it too. You know, how can I help? Um, it's hard though. Hey, you know, I want to play. Yeah, I mean, I even said to you before we got on the air. I talked to you yesterday, and I said, uh, "Next year, don't let me bring the recording equipment." You're like, "Why?" And I'm like, 
I don't. I just. I don't want to. I didn't. You know. I, it feels like work. It, yeah. It feels yeah. like I'm tied down. I have to be here at this time. I've it, and I just. You know, I was thinking about that during the show because because Gareth was running around doing all these interviews. Uh huh. Um, and and that's what he wanted. They to do. did a great job, by oh, yeah. the way. All the I had no coverage. idea Gareth wasn't playing. He only played. He yeah. was like us. He played in the team tournament. That's it. And then yeah. he was. So I was working too. Really impressed by the fact that they came over all the way overseas to do so much coverage. You know, here we are, the local show. We really didn't. I mean, we we recorded, but we didn't give it the full coverage that they did. No, and I'm I and I'm going to just blame that on the fact that I am not as as. <laughs> I just don't get a lot of stuff. Like Daniel really helps us with the website, yeah, and right. it's, it's always like, "Talk to me like I'm slow," because <laughs> you, you know, um, you know, I don't have the the camera and the stuff to do the yeah, YouTube right. stuff, and I've never really well. I think done if, that. If, if if we were to do that as a show, we would have to devote to that as a show, right? And get the and not, not play. And but yeah. that's 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 not what I want to do either. As as right. much as I, in fact, the thing I bring the equipment because I love coverage. I love interviewing people. Yeah, yeah. I love bringing them in. But once we do, oh, this is what we're going to do, and then I got to walk around, I got to get interviews, and then they right. better be quality because if I'm spending my whole flipping weekend paying money to be here just to do that, it's got to be good content, sure. Exactly, and I just so then you're working again. Yeah, and yeah. then I'm working again. You know exactly. So I know I, I understand. That. Yeah, I mean, I had this conversation with Hastings. He's like, "Dude, leave the equipment at home, bro." He's like, "Just come and have a good time." I'm like, "Oh no, I can't. It's a Depticon. I got it." Right, right. And then we got done. And he's like, "Dude, I told you, leave that stuff uh. at home." <laughs> <laughs> So. Sage advice. Yeah. So I don't know. I like I said, I had a great time, but it's just like it was weird. I had a great time just leaving it open, which was just really weird for me because I'm generally a person who fills up his schedule. Okay. Well, so. I, I had a great time as well, but uh, we'll we'll dive into that when we talk about the games. Excellent. Let's do. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we wrap up? Uh, toolbox is pretty much done. I got no other. You got any other? Not really. Game of Thrones started up again. Very oh, awesome. Very excited. Yeah. Um, did you watch the finale of Walking Dead? I did. First half hour was amazing. Last half hour was a little boring. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Did you, I mean, did you? What did um, you think of for it? For me, it was kind of all kind of semi-boring. But. but that scene where those guys show up and all that stuff that, uh, what's, uh, Rick? Yeah. When he fights that guy to save to save mm-hmm. Carl and that, that was kind of vicious. Yeah, I liked that. I'm like, wow, man. Intense and mm, yeah, almost too much. But that's what I was, that's why I was like cheering. I was like, look. This is a guy who got pushed to a limit. Right. Like, went, like, pure on animal. Just, like, you know. Sure. Yeah, I, I can understand it. But it's then just... the last half, it was just like, uh, really? That's where you're going to leave me? Like, I was a little disappointed with that, the last half of that season finale. I'm, right. That's, you know, personally. What, cannibals? They got to be. Maybe. So. Denise Crosby. Ooh, times have not been kind to her. <laughs> okay, okay. Go <laughs> I'm easy. Saying, well, I'm just saying. Yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, I agree. Let's um, take a break. Yeah, we'll take a break. We'll be back. Hey guys, if you're the type of person who would rather have oral surgery than put a brush to a model, then let me suggest Guild Painting Services. They're a professional painting service that pride themselves on having customer interaction like going to a local commission painter, but having the quality and speed of a large studio. They build, paint, and convert miniatures for all game systems. They're competitively priced, and if you want to talk quality, go to guildpainting.com and check out the quality of the miniatures that they've got on display. 
If you're a person who likes to have a beautifully painted army on the table but doesn't have either the time, desire, or ability to bring it to that standard, you can trust your models to the guys at Guild Painting Services at guildpainting.com. You'll be glad you checked them out. Okay, so um, let's just do a quick thing about the team tournament. Just just go with the quick because I know you had all the games in the actual sure, championship, yeah, yeah. which were you know a little more of that one-on-one tactical right. stuff. The team tournament is really a fun time. It was a good time. It was uh, me and Alex Orcs and Goblins and his Nurgle. Okay, and you were teamed with Greg Dan. I was teamed with Greg Dan, our original European correspondent, and uh, he had corn demons. And I had my VC, yeah. which was nice because he's like, what are you taking VC? He's like, do we, do we have to split the dice? I'm like, no, we're both forces of destruction. So we could, he's like, okay, I'm just taking all corn then. So you get all the magic. Yeah, I get all the magic. But, but you didn't know that you could take a lord. I didn't. I had two level two necros. That would, If you'd known that, of course you would have taken a level four, right? Yeah. But the two level twos kind of worked out nice because one had a scroll and one had a uh, the Book of Archon, which I couldn't do otherwise. Right. And Greg kind of had a plan, and I didn't even get the plan at first, but at first we played three games, yeah. and only one team had a level four. The other team had a couple of twos. Yeah, that was us. Yeah. We well, that was four. weird. Okay, so I can't play the first game. I walk in, and I'm like, where's Greg Dan? Table four. I go walking over there, or to table one, whatever. It's me and Alex. And they're playing you and Alex. I'm like, well, thank God. I wouldn't have rushed if I didn't know. <laughs> like, what are the chances that we play each other first round? Well, we, if I'd have been there, we wouldn't. I, because yeah, with random pairings, true. I'd have been like, "No, I'm sorry, I'm not playing against Chris." Yeah, yeah. No yeah. I, actually, that's a good point. But but it being Mikey G and Greg Dan, yeah, you know, and they were doing pretty Alex good. And you guys game. wound up beating them. Yes, I'll, I'll tell you, the level four versus two level twos was a massive advantage for us. Yes, that two difference in levels. Yeah, that was a, a big difference. I, um, I wonder how many people took level fours because I mean, my other two games, just based on my games, our other two games. The one army, they had two level twos, and yeah. the other one had a level two and a level one. So, like, my level... my right. <laughs> We killed that one level two. I'm like, oh, I have magical dominance at level two. Yeah, one had a level two, and uh, I can't recall what the, the last army we play had, but um, a fair number. Not everyone, but a fair number. So... But uh, so you but guys, I, I know in our game, Mike had a lot of trouble cast, getting any magic off. Because your level four was Level four, just low wins of magic rolls. Uh, you know, playing with Greg, he's a very different style of play mm. that I'm used to and having him as a partner it was kind of cool because I kind of learned his play style that's the best thing about the team tournament well because we sat there we had the book of Archon which is cast Van Hells so I'm used to throwing like the the, the, the bubbles of everything he's yeah. like no 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 forget that no right Don't, just throw two dice or three dice at a time so we threw a you know we needed to grow so we threw a Van Hells first to see if anything I was oh I can't let you hit the re-hits okay yeah. I'll stop that all right, so I'm going to grow, and you throw a few, and he maybe stops it, maybe doesn't. And then at the end, you got two dice left. You throw it at Book of Archon, and the one unit that's in combat that you need to get those rerolls with the Van Hells, you get it. Like, he just, it's very different. We usually play, it's like, I'm going to throw a lot at two different spells. You could pick which one you're going to stop, the other one's right, right through. Right. He went little by little and nicked away where you're either going to let two or three things through or you're going to stop. I'm, either, I'm still going to get one through. You know, that's interesting. When, when we played Greg and, and Mike, uh-huh. You know, 
immediately when the game started, Alex pulled me back and said, okay, uh, what's the spell where you get the movement? Is that uh, Van Hells? Yeah. He just said to me, no matter what, we cannot let them get a Van Hells off. Anything else, let them cast. It doesn't matter. So that I'm like, oh, okay. That's that's what we did. And we stopped Van Hells. And that was the plan from the outset. And that's what we did. So See? And that's where we had the second one. So people were stopping it. Mm-hmm. But we always had a couple of dice left. Now, Greg did say he rolled like three for like three magic phases yeah, in a row. Yeah, pretty bad. So, I mean, we were lucky. We were rolling nines and tens. So I mean, there's a big difference. If I had nine or ten... Right. You might stop the Van Hells, but I'd get off the Book of Archon then. And that's what was right, happening right. every game. Your other two games, because our plan was leave the VC alone, not, don't even touch them, and just go after all the corn. And that's what we did. did right. Did your other two games uh, go something like that? Uh, it was a little bit different, a little split. Um, actually, the Graveguard just sort of smashed through everything in both games. It really did. And Yeah, that's the unit that we could not afford to get into combat. Yeah, and we were just rushing it forward, rushing it yeah, forward. Yeah, that's what you have to do. I mean, on that one game, the second game was great. I, I got off a turn two, ten, I, I needed a 10. I needed a 14-inch charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom, hit it, got in, popped the... It was a unit of three Mornfang against right. my horde of uh, Graveguard. That moved me into the Skeletons because it was uh, Ogres and VC. That flipped my entire unit sideways because I was on the flank, and I just ran to the left, my left, down right, down, yeah. every round, just overrunning into the next combat, yeah, next yeah. turn fight, next turn fight, next turn fight. Yeah. It's brutal. That like, is pretty I've, sweet. Oh. Your opponents should not have allowed that to happen, though. I don't think anybody expected it. And everyone was kind of playing it fast and loose and fun, you right. know. Um so what was it like playing with Greg? So you said uh, it's a different type of play. You learned a lot. Yeah. I mean, well, he, he kind of plays like his weird corn MSU. Yeah. And like he was already looking. He's like, okay. He's looking across the board and he's like, okay, your grave guard. He goes, I'm not worried about anything against the board except this unit. This unit. And he's like, he's finding the one thing that's going to be trouble. He's like, right. this, I'm going to throw my chaff into this until we have to throw something big. Otherwise, you run over here and get all this stuff. Mm. His little tiny, you know, nickel and diming you in the magic phase mm-hmm. with just a couple dice here and there. So you're either going to let my spells go through. It's weird, you know. We, like I said, we have the whole. I'm going to throw a lot of dice at two of them, and right. you're going to stop one. I'm going to get the other. Here he's throwing a couple at three or four. Yeah. And if you throw a couple and still stop two or three of my four, I'll still get the one through. Yeah. But if I'm lucky on one of those one or two, I might get a second or even a third spell off. And that happened a couple times. It's just a really... Did you ever feel like you were at risk of not of failing to cast a spell since you're throwing so few dice? No, because if you're because I wasn't also I also wasn't going for the bubbles when it wasn't 100% necessary. Yeah, but if you only throw two dice, and you can throw uh, the, the snake eyes. Sure, or, there's always that risk. But, hey, you got to bet heavy to win heavy. That was our thing. Uh-huh. There it is. We did. It was... <laughs> I mean, dude, I needed a, you know... Bet but heavy to win heavy, the English version. Oh, that, oh no, Greg's bet heavy to win heavy is it's fifty fifty. <laughs> I saw that. Mike, Mikey, Mikey needed an eleven to get this charge off. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's eleven, man, and and Greg's like, go for it. He's like, what? He's like, it's fifty fifty. He's like, how do you figure? He goes, you either make it or you don't. Or you don't. Fifty fifty. <laughs> and Mike even was twittering at the end of the weekend. Yeah. It's fifty fifty, right? That's what he learned. Yes or no? Yeah. And that's what we were playing. That's his like bet heavy to win. Hey, it's fifty fifty. <laughs> But seriously, dude, he went in the championships, Greg, with a, all a monocorn demon list. Yeah. He had two cannons and a bunch of small units of, of blood letters and, a, and some furies or whatever the flying things are blood called. Bloodthirster, yeah. And, uh, yeah, a, a unit of five Billy, ambushing dogs. Yeah. yeah. And uh, dude, he went... He went four and one. Four and one. Yeah, he, he played well. Yeah, and people were like, with monocorn? He's like, shh, and heat. <laughs> he yeah, was, he did well. Yeah, it was just it was fun to watch him play. Like I hadn't played like the last time he was here. We went to Gen Con. We didn't play any Warhammer. Ah. We just talked horse heresy. 
So actually sitting and playing Warhammer. Have you ever played against him? No. Neither have I. That'd be fun to do. Uh, yes, you did. Well, I'm talking oh, okay. individually. <laughs> like, what, individually. What we, okay. Individually is a different game from a team tournament. Next time he comes down, and I think that was the cool thing, was last time he came and he was here for a few days kind of with me, yeah. and then he met everyone for a few minutes, but right. then we went to Gen Con. So if he comes back next year for like Adepticon or any time like that, we're definitely set up a, a game night. Absolutely. You know. We need to play. Yeah, because he was a lot of fun get, to play. I didn't get to play any of those UK guys. He was giving you a lot of stick, too. Yeah. He, he was worried that you, at, at first, he didn't think you realized that he was. All the trash talking? Like, yeah. Like, what are you doing sitting back? Come on. Well, well, move forward. It even says, because he's got that sort of, that British, that sort of flat, deadpan. Right, right, the dry humor. Like, he wasn't certain if you were, like, he's like. That's the thing. But I, my humor is very deadpan, too. Yeah. So, it. And I, I know someone's giving me a hard time, but I'm thinking about the game, so I may look like it's right. bothering me or I'm ignoring well, it. Well, he realized that you were getting it, too, because he just kept giving it to you all yeah, weekend oh, and he's stuff. relentless. And it was like... Uh, How'd you do? How many points you at? 48. See, I knew you could add your Asian. He's just yeah, like, oh, oh yeah, I know. <laughs> the Asian jokes. They were coming out in full force that weekend. <laughs> and, you know, over the course of the weekend, you know, a lot of listeners would come up and introduce themselves, so... I do appreciate that. Thank you but to everybody. Yeah, you would not believe how many times people would say, "Like, wow, you're actually Asian," or "You're a, you're full Asian." <laughs> I, I am Asian, guys. Uh, That's, I, but they're like, you know, you don't sound it. Oh, well, okay, okay. I, I don't it, know. Okay, but you know how when you hear a voice, you you picture someone in your head, yeah. and you have some, one of these like rich like television news guy voices and i think pic- people picture you like that you know it's funny a lot of my asian friends are like man you sound so white well <laughs> and we, we we were laughing actually joking about this because you're like what am i supposed to sound like hello yeah you know, yeah right like- right <laughs> <laughs> what's happening hot stuff <laughs> <laughs> but um no i mean it's weird because and i said the same thing i when i went to see the guys from his cast yeah. i met I'd, I'd seen johnny before but i'd never met extreme who's like his, his co-host mm-hmm. And, like, I just pictured this really sort of tall, really slender sort of baby-faced guy. Like, he just has – he's got this really smooth voice, and I right. kind of picture that. And, you know, he's just an average-looking guy. My height – I mean, I, I looked at him like, man, you don't look anything like you sound. And radio, like, radio personalities never look like what they Yeah. Sound. I mean, he's just like all kind of scruffy, like had the yeah. beard thing going. So just not what I pictured at all. It wasn't bad. Sure. It was just like – so far off what I pictured, sure, and sure. I felt bad because I'm like, you don't look anything at all like you. So I was like, what's that supposed to be? And I was like, okay, open mouth, insert foot. And I yeah. was like, I didn't mean it that way, and he's, you know. And he didn't take offense, I don't think. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's funny. One of the one of our listeners, Paul Ting, he's yeah. half Asian. He's like, yeah, wow, you're actually full Asian. <laughs> <laughs> full Asian. <laughs> you never go full Asian. So, so, oh well, what do you know? Yeah, maybe next anyway. year you won't be full Asian. I don't think, wait, that's not going to change, is it? I don't know. He threw me. I'm kind of half Asian now. I'm Asian on the outside, but I'm white on the inside. Well, that's not a, if you're white on the inside and black on the outside, that's an Oreo cookie. So what is that? I'm a Twinkie. Oh, a Twinkie. There you go. I didn't think, okay. That's an actual term. Oh, is that a term? Yeah. I was going to say fortune cookie, but that's just racist again, I guess. Yeah. They're yellow on the outside, and they got that white paper on the inside. Your fortune says you're a bad boy. All right. <laughs> <That's> let's... <laughs> your fortune says your co is going to kick you in the ding-ding. <laughs> anyway, so right. team tournament. Yeah. So we ended up going two wins and a loss. So uh, we, we lost We lost to Kevin Coleman and uh, 
his partner, Matt Burdoff. Yeah. And I don't know what it is. Kevin Coleman, for whatever reason, has our number. He did, always beats us. Was your was that your last game? Was that the was third our second game? game. Okay. Uh, he might not have been inebriated by that time. Uh, he wasn't. He was <laughs> fine on, on our game. Because by that last game on the on the second on the of the on, you know of the championships, mm-hmm. it, he was he pretty, was pr- feeling pretty happy. Yeah, he's he's such a great guy too. He's, yeah, I never nice really guy. I never really got to sit and talk to him. And it was really cool because I sat easy and to talk to. Him. Oh so yeah, laid back. well the thing is we've wanted to had try to get him on the show so many times. Oh because, really? Well, because he wrote the the Castorf book, Castor sure. book, the and, old one. Yeah, and you know you know Barnett. I mean, big fan. Oh yeah, I mean, even when he when he was at Adepticon, he met him. He went up and he was yeah. talking with him. For, I think they actually played against each other. Okay, at Adepticon at one point. I, mean, I don't remember one hundred percent, but I know Christopher is like. I mean, I mean, at the risk of speaking for Christopher, he sort of fanboyed out a bit on Kevin sure, Coleman. Sure. And why not? This guy wrote. I mean, it's not too often that people write fan codexes. Well, he he wrote it. Matt Burdoff did the graphic design and illustration for it. And and and. You know, and I know Matt said he also kind of helped in with playtest, sure, with playtesting yeah. it. But I mean, I think most people would agree it's his his list is actually a bit more balanced than the Tamarcon list. It's got some more. St- mm, I can't really speak to that, but it probably it's probably more cohesive as an army. I feel like the, the Tamarcon list is just a Kadai list. Well, I mean, it's uh, there's there's a there's there's more bent things. In, in the uh, in the Tamarcon, mm-hmm. you know the Kadai, that stupid chalice thing, right? Yeah. Uh, whereas his is is more balanced. I mean, there's different units that you could have well, taken. Yeah, I mean, and I even was talking to him a little bit off the air, and I'm like, dude, how cool is it that all the tournaments started accepting yeah. your? I mean, yeah, yeah. Because that doesn't happen that often. It really doesn't. Right. I mean, it's it's a lot of to do about you know should you allow fan made codexes? Are they balanced? Are people going to be okay playing with them? Did he work for GW? I don't think so. Capacity? I, don't I don't know. So. We'll have to have him on for sure. Yeah. And I think, uh, I don't know how well you know him, but I think I can ping him on Facebook. And I think we know each other well enough where I could comfortably ask that. So maybe we'll... Ask Kevin? Yeah. Oh, I could ask him too. I mean, yeah. yeah, we, yeah we should have him on. Absolutely. So... But, uh, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, what we, was we he playing? Lost, he was playing goblins and Matt was playing warriors. They had a chimera, which we did everything we could to shoot... Skull Cannon, Rock Lava, Doom Divers. We could not kill it, and that thing just rolled our lines. It just destroyed us. I see. So I didn't even get to see all the stats because like, I had to break down, but I didn't look that close. Mm-hmm. I know you were tied for 30th at the end, which wasn't bad because it was like, what, like 100 teams or something like that? Something like that, yeah. But you were tied for 30th with, I think, 72 points or whatever okay. it was. And we were tied for thirty second with seventy one. Oh. We were one point behind you, and we beat you. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, and you know what? And I looked at that, and I think that was that might have been what really made Adepticon just so sweet for me. Was I walked in? I came in late for my tournament, which sucked. Yeah, sure, but I played two games. Mm-hmm. I won both games, and I walked out just one point behind my my partners in my gaming club. You know, you and Alex, who, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. coming in one point behind the two of you. You could have easily come in ahead of us, if not for Mike Gerald. Oh. <laughs> That's right. He, he lost. He let you down. Hey, him and Greg lost. It was so funny. Greg, yeah, that was Greg that night. Once I got rid of Mikey Gerald and you and I were playing, everything turned around. I was like, that's <laughs> great. Yeah. But then I did. I told Mikey, I said, based just on that, you know, he lost with that VC list, and I won with the next two. So just based on that, I'm like, so I'm a better player than you, aren't I? He's like, yep, so you can take my spot at the Masters. Totally one-upped me. Like, I right. thought I was giving him the stick. 
And he's like, oh, so I guess you're taking my spot at the Masters. And then it was like, that's when the face turned red and I shut up. And I was right, like, right. nope, <laughs> not doing that. You got me there. Can't, can't smack talk to that. <laughs> well, while we were playing, I asked him, hey, have you ever played VC before? He's like, nope. And then after the game was done, uh-huh. I'm like, so how did you like it? Do you think you'll pick up VC as an army? He was like, nope. <laughs> well, and it was funny, too, because I walked in and he had, because I didn't get a chance to talk to him. Mm. And he saw the list. He looked at the list. And I walked in and I was like, all right, so, but he had it set up exactly like I had. Mm, right. Like, it, he walked so in, looked at it, and said, I know exactly. Yeah, it was okay. deployed the way I would have deployed it. He's like, yeah, I, I, he took, like, one look at the list, knew how to play it. Right. Knew what the plan was and just didn't get it off on you with the small magic phases, wasn't yep, able yep. to get it going against you. But, uh, no, he was really good nation. He, dude, he came out and helped me out in a pinch. And let's let's say this, too. Since we're sitting around just, you know, singing Mike's praises, he was a judge, too, for the championships. And, man, there's a guy who made a great judge. He, it was a world of difference. He know, First of all, he knows his Warhammer. Mm. I, I, like the, it doesn't even need, like, he's walking around with the book, doesn't need to really look it up. Right. People asking questions, he's just like, no, I know, because this is a guy who, I mean, he wins tournaments left and right. I mean, he's that kind of player. It was almost if you, you didn't, if you had a question and you just looked like you had a question, like that look on your face, he came, he came over. Yeah. He was that on the spot. And he also is one of those guys from a, from the Minnesota guys who don't take any nonsense either. Mm. So when, when he's, there are times where there's a lot of nonsense being thrown about. And I mean... He was up at the top tables, and he was just making sure there was no nonsense, and he wasn't about to put up with it. I mean, I you know, I actually saw him. There was a game going on, and someone else came up to watch while he was watching the games, mm-hmm. and they started to comment like about what was going on at the table, which is sort of a little, to the players. Yeah, well, like this, he said, but but but, and Mike stopped him. Like he said, he's like, no, no, away. That's good he's that like, Mike put the yeah he smacked down on that, but that yeah. should not be happening. No player at a tournament, and they should know better. They should not be doing that at all. Right. Well, I mean, you know, sometimes you're sitting here watching if there's a friend of yours at the table or something. Like, you were playing, like, I think I was sitting next to you during your third game between you and Mark Wildman. Mm-hmm. And you were kind of playing, and there was something that went on. And, I, I mean, there was a there was a rules question. That, or uh, You were like, I don't think you can do X, Y, Z or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you were right. And I knew that. And I actually said, well, no. And I caught myself. Like, I started to say something, and then right. I kind of turned around and <laughs> covered it up with a cough and said, that is not my game. I yeah, have yeah. no right no. to be stepping in there. No. Down here in the crypt, that's cool. You know, mm, we're just even then. Some people might not. Well, some people might not. Yeah, but I'm saying, if we're in the basement, if we, or you could at least say, "Hey, listen, sure, right. you know, I don't want to say anything." But as, as a group, we should decide: is it played this way or that way? Right. Yeah, that kind of conversation, yeah, I can see that. But at a tournament, yeah, yeah, that's no, not the place. But he's just, just like, nope, this isn't happening. He was. It was really. It, it ran smooth this year. It really seemed to run smooth. From a person who was just walking around, watching the games, right. li- watching the paint judging, watching the judges, just I was kind of taking in the whole, trying to take in the whole experience. It, it did run very smooth. Like there were no issues. Um, you know, as a player who spent a little bit, of, very little bit of time at those, the top row. Yeah, uh, he was walking up and down, and uh, it was very. Um, Dude, com- the lowest you were was like table nine. What do you mean a little bit of time? Well, for day one, yeah. Day two, I got stomped. Day two, you were at table nine on the last game. You were a one table off the front row. Table on day two? Yeah. That last game you played was in the second row, first table. No, it was... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that was the second row last table, I think it was. No, they went this way. I'm telling you. I don't know. 
Maybe. Dude, I was impressed. I was like, wow, you're still... I had no idea you went three and two. Oh, I guess I spoiler alerted that. Well, no, that's right. I, we, I, we, thought, we I thought about you that. were four and one. I really did. I was one die roll away on a, a leadership nine break check. Oh, that's if right. I'd we'll made get it. to that. Yeah. 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 That was, Anyways. That was uh, brutal. Brutal, but so good at the same time. But yeah, to have Mike, you know, there, um, he, he kind of stabilized everything. Right. Because before, it was almost like the Wild West. You know, whoever argued stronger... You know what I mean? Whoever strong-armed the other person and that, kind of I had their way. I saw none of that. Yeah, there wasn't. Uh, I, well, I think there was a little bit here and there, but they had a good right. collar on it. Yeah, yeah. No, that that, that nonsense ended. Yeah. So did you want to go through your games, or did you just want to mention highlights and things like that? How did you um, want to do it? I can go over highlights. Uh, you know, the, I mentioned that this is one of the best Adepticons that I would ever been to. Right. And I think the reason why is for two things. There are two games that I played that were amazing. Okay. And these are the two that I lost. One was against um, Jeff Kent from Kiwi Hammer. Okay. A uh, guy from all the way from New Zealand. He made a 30-hour flight out, and he was playing the Skink Cloud. I saw him. Okay, because I saw him playing Alex like the fifth round. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, very good player. He knows his army. I didn't know what I was walking into. I thought, well, okay, I've heard of the Skink Cloud. I know it's the whole double flea thing, lots of poison shooting. Maybe my war machines and lots of foot of gore can do it. It turns out that's not enough. And, I mean, he he handily beat me. I I didn't have a prayer. You know, wow. Like, I just didn't know what to do. I can't stand those lists. I mean, God bless you if you want to play it. I mean, it's a, it, it's, hey, it's a no-comp you, you can't it's stand one. it. How come you can't stand it? I've, I've played against a double flea list with skinks, and I've played against double flea lists with um, the ogre noblars. Mm-hmm. And it, there's just all these units. I don't have nearly as many. Mm. And basically, it's it's exactly what you said. It's I'm going to stick these things and fr- and keep you keep anything you have that might hurt me. Yeah, you, you can't come to grips with it. Yeah, I I couldn't get into a combat. And then right. anything he had that was big and brutal just ran through and either cleaned up chaff or finally surrounded my my decent units and said, okay, now that I've mm. stripped all your defenses, I'm going to. Sm-. It's it's a, those are hard to play against. Like, it's, it's really hard are. to do. I, I still to, right now even to this day I don't know. If I were to play that game again, I wouldn't know what to do. But here's my problem, and this is what I, this is why I appreciate that game so much. It makes me want to think and figure out what can I do to play against that list in the future. Not my problem is, and I actually email this to Ben Curry. Hey, hey, if you want to talk about this on your daily, you know, if you don't, if you're trying to play to a higher tournament level, and there are armies out there that a you're not exposed to because no one plays their army, or b no one plays a particular list that's you know, a, a power build. Right. How can you improve your chances against such lists? Outside yeah. of pure theory hammer, which is great, but for me, I need to actually go through the motions and play. Right. You know, how, how can you improve to and, and practice against that list? No one around here plays the skink cloud, and I've heard yeah. of it. Well, I agree with you, and it's like, I, when I say I hate that list, it's like, I, you know, I don't want to... It's because you just don't know what to do with it. Exactly. I'm going to get pounded. I mean, it's, it's a good list. I'm not saying that you shouldn't play it. I'm not saying it's filth. You hate it because you don't know what to do I'm with it. I'm saying, when I sit, when I look across the table at that, I'm like, oh, boy. Because, uh, like you said, I, I, don't, I don't know right. what to deal with it either. I don't know what to do with it. I've got chaff, but not enough to hold up a skink cloud or, or shut it down. Mm. I just don't. So... It was a tough game, yeah, but Jeff was a good player. Uh, we had a great game, but the reason I like that so much is because it's making me think. It's pushing me. It's pushing me out of my comfort zone. You know, what do I do? How do I solve this problem? I don't know. Absolutely. So that was uh, one. The other one um, was my <laughs> my last game against uh, Robert Kopp from, out from the East Coast. Okay. Amazing player. He, he had won Adopticon overall two years ago. 
Oh, okay. And he was playing Dark Elves. And, man, you know, Alex is a good player. Robert is at that level, if not Wait better. a minute. He won Adepticon like two years ago. I might have played him. Was that the year that I got curb stomped by Grant and everybody else? It was the year that my wife had the baby and I had to leave early. That Well, yeah, I guess that would be more memorable. <laughs> <laughs> I think you got curb stomped. I, no, because I played two years ago. Yeah, two years ago. Because last year you did better than I did. Right. So that was two years ago, yeah. and I think I, I think I might have played him. I forget who dark, I played. Was it Dark Elves? It was someone with Dark Elves, and were they was, very were they very orange and like the heavy cobblestone? I don't remember display? that much. I just remember the guy I played against. Um, afterwards, like people like, "How'd you do?" And I was like, "Who like, who'd you play against?" And I said, and "Like, oh, dude, he's really good." I mean, yeah. I don't. It that, that's what Alex said. He's like, "Oh, who'd you pull uh, round five, Robert Cop?" I, I didn't recognize the name. He's like, "Oh, good player." Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, it was one of those things where he just he took my VC apart. This was the year that I had yeah. the the Coven Throne and the um, excuse me, not the Coven Throne. I had the Mortis Engine and the 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 Crypt Ghouls and. Uh, yeah, he just magicked out the crypt ghouls and then came in right. with that unkillable lord that every yeah, time yeah. he kills someone, his armor save gets better. And so I was like, what's going on? <laughs> it might have been him. If it's not, I feel stupid. I for, honestly, I forget exactly it could, what it was. It could be. But, you know, the the way that he plays the game, I can appreciate on at so many levels. It, I envision him, like, when he looks at the Warhammer, like, the... the the, the board uh-huh. that he doesn't look see models he sees like you know like in the matrix it's all numbers <laughs> it's everything's made of numbers he's like Cato in that Green Hornet remake where everything just slows down and kinda he and, and he's like thinking things out loud so I know what he's calculating and he pulls the most out of every single toughness three elf every strength three bow shot to the nth degree I mean talk about the model of efficiency I was impressed and. The thing is, I had I had that game won. Like I was shooting, I shot. <laughs> Go off ahead his, and tell everybody because this is the yeah. Because it's, yeah, the, the wheels are going to come off. I shot his dragon off by turn two, and I was deleting with my the the savages with the bows with the poison banner, deleting units, you know, one at a time essentially. And he was down points big. Uh, the scenario had you had to have the most fortitude within twelve inches of the center, right? So I had my savages locked in there, and I was just waiting for the game to end. And uh, he he decided a hail mary. He had enough banners where he could tie me, but he had to take out that uh, unit to win. So what he did was hero charged in the front, another hero charged in the rear, one on a peg, one on a horse, and he he did the math. He's like, well, I can charge you here, here. If I if I win, all I have to do is win the combat and make you make a break check, and that could be the game. He's like, it's so it's really risky. He's pondering it for a few minutes, and I was just sitting like, oh. There's no way. If he if he makes it, if he wins combat, then then I have to make a break check, you know, on a reroll nine. You know, I, I've got it in the bag. You know, I'm going to go four and one. This is going to be great. He does it. Uh, you know, we do the wounds. The, the Lord in the front has the cloak of cloak of twilight. Yep. D three wounds per hit, killing blow. And that's, he, he 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 attacked my general with the hero. Attacked the BSB with the peg. Killed the BSB. Oh, there goes your reroll. Yeah. Uh, the rear charge, he challenged my champion, killed him. So after all the combat res and everything, he ended up winning the combat by one. I go to make the break chuck. What do I roll? 11. I saw that 11. My heart just stopped. Like, oh. And I'm like, okay, the game's over. Because I can't outrun 
you know, two heroes on pegs with, you know, 2d6 movement on my flea. You need a rune of slowness. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> wouldn't have mattered because I, 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 you know, I, I mean, that's not how it's used anyway, but yeah. yeah. So, but, but when I feel that break check, you know, I knew it was over. I rolled the, the flea and he wiped out my unit and that was the game. So that was so weird because I walked by and you were winning. And then I walked down and I went and talked to a couple people yeah. and came back and you're wrapping up. So, how to go? You're like, I lost. I'm like, what? And you're like, this guy right here. And this guy right yeah, here, yeah. and I'm out. I'm like, are you kidding me? And, you know, the thing is, when I made that uh, that break check and I failed it, and we both realized what had happened, Rob just looked at me and goes, I'm so sorry, Chris. I'm like, no, no, don't apologize, because if I were in your situation, I would have done the exact same thing. It was an absolute pleasure to watch you work. It was almost like what, like Mr. Wolf in uh, Pulp Fiction. It was a real pleasure watching you work. Like, just the efficiency that and, and how you maximized everything. You got Luther. Like, wow. I kind of did. Actually, you didn't quite, because Luther, I never had a chance. You lost it on the last die roll. Yeah. But someone came in and just, you watched them play. I was like, wow, I just saw someone play in this game. Yeah, he just flat outplayed me. Yeah. I had the game dominated, and he saw he had a Hail Mary chance to win it. He took it, and he, he, he got it. It was so kind of awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, it was, it was educational, to say the least, inspiring at most. When I came down, I saw you laughing and smiling. Mm-hmm. After taking a pounding, yeah. I was like, "Okay, that's that's got to be a good time." Yeah, it was it was a, a great game. There was nothing forced about it. You were just like, "Wow, I can't believe I lost it." That was kind of awesome. Just, to, just yeah, yeah, it, really good game. I, I hope you enjoyed, enjoyed the game as much as I did. So it was one of the best that I've ever played, bar none. Cool. So for those two reasons, um, one of the best Adepticons I've ever had. Um, is there anything else that you want to cover? I mean, you had your games. It was so weird not having. Games, just doing other stuff. Um, did, did I show you my object source lighting model that I painted? No. Let's, let's see. I'll show. Well, I'll show it to you when we go on a break. Remind me, um, or when we're done. Um, wow! Thank you so much to Victoria Lamb for that class because that was just like and she's. I saw her later. She's like, well, I never actually taught a painting class like this before, so oh, I didn't really? know what to do. So, huh. so you, I mean, it sounds like you got a lot out of it. Oh wow! It was okay. I kind of got the gist of what object source lighting is, mm-hmm. but to have someone sit down and having the models that she won these awards with, because mm-hmm. I believe she was the first female to win a Slayer Sword by like just a couple of months over Jen Haley, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and she had this diorama that she had put together with these models, and yeah. then she's like, "Okay, so I did this, and I figured, oh, how would the light look?" And then how she did it, and it's like when you finally explained, it's like, "Wow, that's really actually." Quite simple. Now, you got to understand color a little better than I do. I have to admit, sure. my color theory is not strong um, because getting the glow and then adding that to the colors of the clothing and things people are right, wearing is a little more realistic. complicated. Yeah, yeah. But I get it now, hmm. you know? And then the two brush blending class I took also. You know, the guy's showing you, he's got two brushes. One, he's putting the color up there, mm-hmm. and then the other brush he's got in his mouth. And as he takes it out, he runs it between his lips, like wets it a little bit with his yeah. saliva, and then uses that to, like, spread it out and, and just do a quick spread. Create gradation. Yeah. I mean, it was oh. just, I didn't get that. Like, I couldn't get it. I, my, my model looked horrible. Broska got it really quick. It wasn't that different from what he normally does. Huh. So, But it was some, some really cool stuff, and I really did enjoy that. Uh, it was funny. We got a couple of emails from people saying that, after listening to our thing about winning and how you want to win, mm-hmm. just sort of paying attention as to kind of what was going on at the tables around them right. and how some people were acting. And we got a couple that I had some really great games, and then I had one or, you know, everyone, you get one of those that are just sure, like one not of the so clunkers, good. Yeah. Um, but not nearly as much drama, I don't think, this year. 
At least not like last year. Yeah, I think there was drama, but it was they were able to control it. Well, and that's and that's fine. There's going to be, especially yeah. you know when people really, when you really want to win and you're really at that point, there some of those that's, tensions can. Yeah, it comes with the Depticon. You know, it's uh, you know high not high stakes necessarily, but uh, everyone wants to go and compete. Yeah. So I think that creates that pressure. Yeah. It, it, and I think that's what separates it from a lot of these other tournaments that we have locally, at least. Yeah. Yeah. The bigger stage. It's cool. So. Yeah, Alex uh, Alex Gonzalez did the secret agent tournament uh, scenario. He did. So what was the arrangement? It, I don't know what you're talking about, but I know <laughs> that he announced it during the <laughs> tournament. <laughs> I know so he All did. 100 and whatever, yeah. 43 people heard yeah, it. Yeah, I know. I know. They're going to start coming in in the mail soon. I'm guaranteeing it. Apparently, I owe him another 790 zombies, so, Man- mantic zombies. I guess the arrangement was if he ran that scenario, the secret agent scenario at Adepticon, you would be obliged to paint 1,000 zombies. Well, okay. Actually, that was what he had offered. He said he would run it if I painted 1,000 zombies. You cannot find anywhere on that episode of the show me actually agreeing to that deal. No. There was but- a lot of temptation. I, uh, right. The, verbally, you may not have agreed, but he manned up. <laughs> so now I'm in a corner. <laughs> this is great. And you know the Jack Holdery about all of this? is I think Conzi sent me like 30 or 60 Mantic Zombies. Oh, so generous. Yeah. Uh, he had some extras, and, you know, they're just going to start coming in. And the fact is, but, like, well, I, that's, I already... That's how zombies do? I already feel obligated to paint the ones Conzi sent me, because what are you either going to use them or, get, or send them back. Right. So, I got a feeling I'm going to be doing some dwarf stuff, and then every once in a while, just have to... Well, you're going to need them in the game, aren't you? I've run out with the 210 that's what before. I'm saying. It fits your game style. So, um... <laughs> yeah, but now with the airbrush going, I think I could crank them out a lot quicker. There so, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, apparently I owe him another 790 zombies. <laughs> Thank God there was not a time limit put on that. Because I... Right. Seriously, I'll pack up and leave the country before I sit down <laughs> and paint 790 in one go. You don't have to do it in one go. Just well, do, you know, 300 at a time. Don't start. 200 was... I mean, no, I think it was 180 at first that I did all together, and I did the other 30 when I got them. That was brutal. Oh, just seven sessions of 100. That's brutal. You got to do it in small chunks. Uh, you made me want to die. <laughs> so, um, anyway... Anyway, like I said, yeah, it was great. Uh, thanks to everyone who came up and said hi, all the people we met. Absolutely. Met a lot of new people, you know, got new people following on yeah. Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, um, same here. And like I said, for me, honestly, it's – there are people that I only see at Adepticon. You know, I mean, we go to some of the other big Midwest tournaments. The Wapak is only 100 people. And right. I say only, but when you consider all the players, it's 100 people. Sure. Um, Bits is like so many guys – that we see in a lot of the tournaments, and it's great to see them, but it was like like Ron from uh, Canhammer. Mm. Uh, I played against him in the team tournament with Grant like a oh, year or two ago. Okay. It was like a year or two ago I played against with Grant. I didn't get a chance to meet him. He was actually playing at the table right next to you Saturday, your third game. Oh. He, he was on the table that was the weird-shaped oh, table. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was next to you. He was in the okay. pink shirt. Gotcha. And he was actually, he sat down and was recording with us after you went to bed. He ah. sat down and was recording with us. And thanks to him for that, because he actually sat down and started asking people Warhammer questions. Got you back on track. Yeah, man. like he was he was, <laughs> he was, was great. But it is so much fun. You know, it's like these are guys, I there's a lot of people that I only see at Adepticon. And it's, I think when people listen to the tape, you'll hear Dan and Wayne saying, it's not necessarily the tournament. It's, mm. 
it's everything. It's like the whole it's package. The party environment. And it yeah. was it yeah. was it was really it was really good this year. I really just It was fun. Yeah, it was so much fun. I'm looking forward to next year. I'm really I'm I'm hoping I can go next year cuz that and pack a pet planned up. I may have to choose between them. It all sort of depends on when things break yeah, that's, down. That's a tough one. That's tough. Uh, actually, it's, it's not that tough of a decision if I have to choose between them. Well, if well, no. I'm, what I'm saying is, you don't have to choose. It's tough to get both. Yeah, and if if I can't, I'm gonna. You know, I'm gonna oh, of push. I'm gonna push. I'm actually, I'm gonna try to push for. I think next year, I'm gonna try to push for a, a, a nice four tournament, four big GTS. So Wapaka, Adepticon, Bits. Exactly, and I got another fourth one. I'm thinking I might just. Uh, I, a couple of people said I need to come up to North Star, which I think is kind of oh. far. I don't know, uh, but there's also Screw City, which is a nice. Three That's a fun one. See, yeah. yeah, and so, but I'm going to try to push for a fourth because I really do enjoy. Mm. You know, and I've, I'm 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 getting more and more comfortable with the fact that I'm going there to play my best, but still, like, have fun. Like I'm going okay, on, a, right. on a full level, right? Um. You know, maybe I'm just getting old, but it's like I'm not worried about place. I'm not worried about that. I'm sure. worried about going and having a really great time and doing the best I can, mm. but on, like on my terms. And so I'm makes sense. I'm having a good time with that. So All right, I guess that's our Adepticon coverage. Yes, if you want to see uh, who won what, uh, you know, by by the time you hear this, you know, the results would have been posted for a while. They posted it actually the day of our recording. Yeah, earlier this morning. Um, so but yeah, still, it was t- tournament ended Sunday. Today's Tuesday, so I agree. I know but there's a few people who were much like, well, faster than in the past. Before it was, you know, a week plus. Yeah, that's you. So yeah, they're getting better. I, I okay, it, me personally, and this is nothing against anybody running the thing because Lord knows I don't run a tournament, and I don't run a tournament for this reason. I don't need this aggravation. Mm-hmm. Um, if I didn't have it posted online like that day, or then I. I would get that thing and try to see if I could make printouts for people to at least take while they're right. there. Because that's what way PACA had. PACA didn't have the stuff up yet, but they right. had the list that stapled of where everybody placed for the tournament for that. Right. I mean, if the, you have, the information exists. Otherwise, you wouldn't know who the winners were. So obviously, there's a yeah. it's there. You just have to disseminate it out to your your, your player base. Yeah. Personally, that would be my, my one thing. would be like, hey, you know, you should have it ready as soon as possible. But... Either way, um, I do know. Well, I mean, didn't uh, I think Alex? Didn't Alex Nikotenko do really well? Alex came in second. Uh, Caleb Walters came in first with his, uh, I think, all goblins. Really? Orcs and goblins certainly, maybe all goblins. I don't that's know crazy. Was. Yeah, that's he's, kind he's of a good awesome. player. Him and his brother both typically plays pretty high. Yeah, in the champions. Who's Caleb's brother? Scooter, Caleb, the really loud, oh, oh, loud oh. guy. Yeah, oh, okay. No, yeah. oh, okay. I, okay. You can't miss him. He's louder oh, no. than you. <laughs> no, I know Scooter, and once you say Scooter, I know who yeah, his yeah. brother is. Yeah, ah. so now I know who. Well, good for him. But, dude, Alex coming in second, that's that's nothing to sneeze it's at either. An if, if we were talking, he doesn't play very often. He plays at, what, three tournaments or two? Adepticon, Bits, and me, like, once or twice over the holidays. That's it. Yeah. Well, and once I get this campaign running, there will be a once a month. There you go. There. Yeah. So, and he still plays that. Well, damn. I guess that comes from experience. I've, yeah, you know, he's another one of these players that I think he just sees the numbers on the <laughs> table. <laughs> he just he can see the matrix. Yeah, pretty exactly. much. Hey, that hey, if you can, God bless you. I that's guess so. awesome. That's that's you know the rest of us. There you know there is no spoon. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? what? <laughs> yeah. 
Ah, oh, boy. All right. Well, listen, folks. Okay. We're going to jump now to us talking with uh, Dan and Wayne from Helen Hammer. Um, okay. We recorded this live Saturday night. Um, we'd had a few to drink while waiting for our pizza to show up. And, and hey, thank you. It's you, Ordano's, man. They messed up our order and sent us oh, yeah. one of the pizzas was too small. Because like, we had two larges and a small, and we got a large, a medium, and a small. And we called, and we're like, hey, yeah. dude, we just spent $100 on pizzas. You better. And, dude, they sent us a small of the one they screwed up, and then they sent us another medium and a bunch of soda. Like, sorry, yeah, we screwed they, up. They really Yeah, did it good. dude, they stepped up. But um, So with Dan and Wayne, we were kind of talking just their general impressions. Uh, yeah, we didn't necessarily talk that much tournament or that much Warhammer. Just sort of, just start, kind of got their experiences and everything. Well, yeah, I mean it's their first time here to America, playing in a tournament here and stuff. So it was it was fun to. Well, Wayne, I think had been here before to, to play Warhammer some years back. Oh, to play War. But, to, I knew he'd been here, but I didn't know he's here I for a tournament he did for some some of the GWGTs out. In oh, cool, the East Coast. But yeah, just to get their impressions and hopes, dreams, and fears of Adopticon in general. It was a fun. It was a fun time. A fun conversation. It was. Dan Heelan is one. He he and I are very similar in our off-air personas. Hmm. We are both not safe for work once you turn a microphone off. It was quite funny hearing hearing Dan. Now I know what people when people tell me because what was it? Ron's like I love hearing you. I love hearing you swear, and I'm like, what? Why? He's like, because it just seems so weird. It seems like almost <laughs> naughty because <laughs> out of character, never, exactly. And you know. And then Dan joking around and doing the same thing. It was so funny. It was so funny. Yeah, to hear those it. guys were yeah easy to talk to. An absolute pleasure to hang out with. So we're gonna do them. Uh, put them on next, and then I think we're just. I think we closed out the ninety five. Yeah, we closed it out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's what we have. Um, then we had like I showed you. We had another hour, hour and a half of just. It was like the microphones were on. Yeah, nonsense. I don't think much of that's going to make it. I'll see what I can fit and cut and put in, but for the most part, like I said earlier, it's probably won't make it. Work your editing magic. I'll do what I can. But um, all right, so then I guess, folks, we'll uh, we'll see you with with the dwarf review in a few weeks. And here's the rest of the show. Sounds like a plan. Take it easy. Hey folks, it's Dave, and I wanted to talk to you for a minute about Battle Foam. You've all heard me talk about it before. The foam is firm, it doesn't separate from the base, they custom cut, design, make any piece of foam you want to fit any model you want. Anytime a new army comes out, within days, you've got Battle Foam cut and designed to fit those models. This isn't a game company making cases on the side. This is a carrying case company making foam and custom carrying cases to protect your army. It's what they do. It's all they do. Check it out at BattleFoam.com. Battle Foam, protecting your army.
So there we go. So uh, let's uh, welcome our guest. Welcome our guest, Dan and Wayne. Hello. Hello. Yo, yo, yo. That's what you should say. Yo, yo, yo. There you go. That'd be thick. Excellent. Excellent. No problem. But yeah, live from uh, Adepticon Studios. <laughs> yeah, we are very live, in fact. <laughs> very live. This is quite yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's not go there, guys. <laughs> what? We're live. What's we not are. live? I'm not arguing with three of you. I'm used to <laughs> arguing with you. I'm not arguing three with three of you. Just saying. Just saying. Right. We're alive. Alive. Yes, that's better. Sorry. So we've survived uh, the Saturday of Adepticon. Uh, we <laughs> had team tournament and first day of the championships. So what do you guys think? Um, it's been a great experience so far. I mean, tournament tournament plays pretty much the same wherever you go. We found that players are players. Don't matter what, you know, if you're over here or in the UK or, um, you know, whatever you're doing. It's all, it, but the, it's the attitude of players. Okay. I found in general the attitude of players is just better over here. Because it's kind of like um, people. Well, the players I've played in in the, the doubles and singles today don't really get a downer when things are going bad. Mm. Having said that, they wouldn't do because most of them just rolled over me. So <laughs> it's, it's easy to be <laughs> so, it's easy like, to be sporting when yeah, you're smashing. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what you're saying. I kept a smile on my face while I had three warrior players in a row. Everyone fun. is in a good mood I'm, playing, yeah, I guess. Huh? Yeah, well, they loved it. They saw those clan rep blocks. They thought happy days. They boom straight. Yeah. So, and when I didn't turn up, I haven't got an A bomb or a Doom Mill, so they, um, ah. they, yeah, they love me. You don't have the, yeah, don't <laughs> have the tools. Yeah. <laughs> well, I say, when did you guys get in the town, even? Uh, Wednesday, Wednesday morning. We we arrived about midday. Yep. And then, Chris, you picked us up from the uh, from the airport. Yeah, sporting the minivan. Yeah. So that was brought, fun. Brought us to the hotel, and then, uh, yeah, we've been. Um, Talking twenty four seven. Twenty four seven. It's yeah. awesome. We've been talking twenty four seven as you can hear about Warhammer to anybody who wants to talk to us. So it's been cool. Which is why we both we've got croaky voices. Our throats are hurting. Yeah, um, played some Warhammer as well in between. Oh, yeah, you got to squeeze that in. You've sure. ranked your models up a lot. It's been good, hasn't it? Oh, <laughs> Ooh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That burns, mate. That burns. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. right. My voice is going. It sounded kind of cool, though. I liked it. You'll regret uh, it. Yeah. yeah. Kind of, kind of Indiana I'm a patient Jones. man. I can wait. Right. <laughs> yeah. See, okay, but Wayne, now remember, Dan, I, I get Dan. He edits the show. So all the silly things he says that he always cuts because he's editing the show, yep. he's not editing the show. Yeah. Oh, and, so, oh, and by the way, who lost the game in five minutes yesterday? Yeah, it wasn't just me, it was no, my no, partner no. as well, yo. Who, who <laughs> lost the game in five minutes? Well, well. At least when I lose, yeah. I, I prolong it over a three-hour period and give my opponent <laughs> a game. That's, you know? that's better sportsmanship, yeah, exactly. giving them a game. Yeah. In, in my gaming log, it doesn't go down as a loss because it was a team team oh. game. It doesn't count. Well, well oh, this is Dan's first convenient. trip to the States. Yeah. You've got to yeah. maximize your time, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> right. uh, just to clarify that, that was the awesome scenario that the person that decided that in a thousand-point team event, we should play Blood and Glory. So uh, when ah. our three-up ward save, awesome battle standard of war, warrior zinch amazingness, got cannoned off before we'd moved, we lost the orc game automatically. So. You always got to bring lots. See, you must play see. for the scenarios. Yeah. The scenarios we didn't know about. <laughs> yeah, you're right. yeah, that's kind of a problem. <laughs> that is the problem, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah the scenario is nothing wrong with it. It's just uh, we didn't know in advance. So it's always a ah. bugbear of mine for tournaments, um, unfortunately. So We're so uh, used to having blood and glory in every tournament that it's just you just make lists full of fortitude. Mm. Yeah. Well, the funny thing was, I spoke to quite a few people in the team's event, and like, even our opponents, they had quite a balanced list. We had, we didn't have a balanced list. Ours was filth, but they, they had a balanced <laughs> list. And, um, and several other people, and they still only had 
sorry, like uh, the, it was because the breaking point was so high. It was five, I think, mm, in the mm-hmm, team, yep. which is obviously you have three at two four hundred. So uh, right. well, that's just the same. Well, but now you at your two thousand, you'd have three, but the general and the BSB were each worth an extra point. Mm. So that, I think that's why it moved it to five because yeah. with the two. Your general was because you had two generals on the board, so I'm calling. Cool I'm calling cool no play testing on that. <laughs> I'm yeah, going to go out there and say that it's a fire, because huh? uh, you, you generally, I don't think you'd have a BSB in a lot of armies of that. You might do in the mixed ones, but I don't know. I, I just think uh, keep the scenario. Just um, either say it up front or move the break point down. I think uh, because there was a lot of non-games. Well, I don't think it was right. just us. I did enjoy the bar though. I learned a lot about America in the time. That, um, <laughs> in that short time, huh? Yeah, in okay. that short time. So yeah, it was good. It was good fun, but there was a bit of shame about that. You think we flow four thousand miles for my five minute game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah, that's yeah. unfortunate. But you know, the first game you had here, yeah, was against me. Yeah, it was. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah we, we had a game. First oh, okay, you could have played on the plane and just get out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, well, no. I think Dan was just desperate for his first game over here to, ah, be, to be a win. I, I, st- oh. <laughs> I, needed, I needed a confidence boost. So, yeah, right. <laughs> to be fair, he nearly scored me for about two minutes and then um, lost. Then he got his game face on. Ah. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I think Adepticon, it rarely would you anyone walk away from the tournament saying all the scenarios were perfect. It's just never going to happen. You know, there's always room for improvement, I think, and room for growth. Mm. I've found in general that um, whenever the scenarios are uh, put together, no matter how quirky or different they try to be, they just make warriors better. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, warriors and demons. Mm, yeah, yeah, unless they play orcs and goblins. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah, Johnny yeah. Johnny P. from Slurpcast walking by. I will talk soon. No, no, we got a clean show. You can't be, no. <laughs> All right, listen, I'm going to get pizza. So why don't you guys oh, chat sure. a little bit okay. and then wrap up and go to commercial, and when, then we'll come back. Okay, just general chat. So let me ask you, what were your expectations, hopes, fears before you even boarded the plane about America and Adepticon in general? Okay. So, so yeah, to me, I have no... Hold, hold that thought. He wants us to, to break. He's going to have some edits to do this. Yeah. <laughs> David, David, David. Why attack? How do we even stop this? <laughs> Don't take we'll be right back. Yeah. Check out that guy in the Garage Hammer shirt. Who cares about him? Look at that guy with the Garage Hammer hoodie. That's right, guys. Nothing tells the ladies I'm one of the gaming elite like GarageWare. So hurry to garagehammer.net slash store, and soon you'll be the guy at game night that all the gamer chicks are talking about. Remember, boys, first you get your gear, then you win all your games, then you get the chicks. That's right, boys. The only gamers we notice are in Garage Gear. And we are back. We're back. We're back. Is that what you say? Back, back, back. back. Yep, we're back. back. Feel free. Say, it's, you can say Chaos Orc Superstore also. Chaos Orc Superstore. 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 There's our sponsor. 
That's another thing that Christopher hated, and I never realized how much he hated it until after he was gone. Why does a hater got to hate? What, your sponsor? No, <laughs> your sponsor. My, no, my old man. That's that's controversial. Yeah, my my old this, right? my old <laughs> co-host used to hate when I would go. Kazakh Superstar, Kazakh Superstar, Kazakh Superstar. What he say? He say Christopher, the original. Well, I, Chris. I, I was being Christopher, Chris. and that's, that's Christopher Chris. out, and now we have Chris U. Oh, so right. we went from Christopher to Chris. Yeah, yeah. So if Chris U ever quits, I got to find a new friend named Chris. <laughs> or else I won't have a co-host. No, just called Chris. Yeah. So you got Christopher, Chris, and Chris. That would be Chris V. Yeah, the one after you. Oh, 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 oh my <laughs> goodness. Oh, boy. All right, so what What were you asking them before I told you to, to stop the machine? All right, my, my And you question, didn't know where the stop button was? Quiet, you. <laughs> the question was, what were your hopes, fears, dreams, expectations uh, as far as Adepticon, your trip, the United States in general? Okay, before that, did you actually dream about it? He's <laughs> just checking. I dreamt about crushing dreams. No, it's oh. uh, <laughs> like a hobby. No, I can no. actually say, Dan phoned me up and said I was uh, I was lying I was lying awake in bed I was just staring at the ceiling and his wife turns around to him and says uh, what's up you look really worried and he turns to her all serious like looks her straight in the eye and says I'm not sure what taking my army for a debt it's true me, me and Wade have both had the decision. We couldn't work it out. I couldn't work out whether I wanted to take Lizard Man. I mean, it's been my army for a long time, but mm. I haven't had it painted for a tournament since uh, about 2009, 10, before I started having to take other things for ETC. Mm. So uh, I couldn't quite work out what I wanted to do. And me and Wade had their conversations about whether my vampires were the best idea because I had so much painting to do. Um, not really, like most people would see, well, it's just highlighting 20 models and doing some movement traits. It doesn't sound like a lot, lot, but it was. Yeah, Wayne would have knocked that off in like th- two evenings. Well, he oh, did. Yeah. He rebased like 300 models, and he just texted me going, yo, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I can't say what I said to him on the show, but I was like, thanks, mate. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, in the end, I decided, and actually, it's my, my wife made a good point, because me and Wayne had this conversation multiple times, and we finished recording the show, and I said, yeah, 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 definitely take that, <laughs> definitely taking vampires. And uh, like r- chuckle, chucked all the lizards back in the box, got the vampires out, and then uh, my missus. I spoke to the morning. She went, I went, yep, definitely taking vampires. And she just looked at me and went, you're going to regret it. And then I knew at that point I was like, yeah, you're right. So I went back downstairs, switched all back over, and a bit of the bullet in the end of painted them. So I'm, I'm quite pleased. Behind every he man s- is a good woman. He had yeah. several conversations with you, Wayne, and then his wife said, you'll regret it. And all your conversations went straight in the crapper. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's usually what happens. You know? <laughs> I mean, normally it's when we're talking about Warhammer, you know. You know, I'll say something. I'll come up with some sort of tactical insight. Well, I think it's tactical insight. And Dan just rolls his eyes at me. Like, well, you can ask Wayne in a minute once he explains to you how he's gotten on today, whether he thinks he should have brought an A-bomb and a doom roll with him. Uh, we'll find out. Hey, well, hold on. Yeah. Let, me, let me ask you this question. Wayne, did you have fun today? Yes. Did you have fun yesterday? Yes. Who gives a f***? Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, sorry. I'll cuckoo that. Easy. Yeah. I got that. Exactly. Yeah. I've had, I've had, I, right, I've played in the doubles, obviously. <laughs> That was six players, and today was three players. So nine players, seven of them, I'd, sorry, no, nine players, eight of them, I'd play any time. One of them, I wouldn't. Ooh, there you go. Ooh, don't sit on the fence. I'm not saying who name it is. Shame, name shit, no. <laughs> I'm not saying who it is, yeah. I'm just saying one of them. And to be fair to the guy, he didn't do anything wrong. He wasn't rude, he didn't cheat, he was fine. He was just a class of personalities. He was just someone I didn't ah. take to. But one out, one out of nine, that's pretty good. That's good. I'll take 80, that. 89%. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that. That's so, the Midwest, baby. There so, you go. So going back to your original question, actually, because we completely skipped it. Did we have any? <laughs> did we have any hopes and dreams? Um, no, we just wanted to come. I mean, firstly, we want to say we should say. <laughs> Apologies, my voice is ruined. Um, we should say best off thanks to 
um, everybody that supported us to come here, which is the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we wanted to come and um, obviously come to the event and, and cover it. We thought it was important for the show, but um, we couldn't have done it without the support of the people that helped donate. So um, our main hope is that we could come uh, and, you know, report on the event and pay back those people that, you know, supported us to be here. So we did um, do, uh, we spent most of the week talking to those people, really, haven't we? So it's yeah. Been good. Okay, Which good. has been, yeah, the reception we've had, it's been, it's been quite humbling, because um, crazy. in the UK, we're very kind of reserved. If you really like something, you don't kind of shout about it. You might come home and say, I listen to the show, I like yeah. it, or, or something like that. Or, you know, you get a bit of negative feedback. But we don't kind of, we're not all that enthusiastic about giving praise. Yeah, like, yeah, man, I wow. love your show. But over here, it's <laughs> can I get your autograph on this minute? <laughs> yeah, can you sign my slam? He came up to me. He's like, I had Dan Heelan sign my slam. I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, do you know what? It's really bizarre. Um, not not that. Just generally. I mean, um, uh, you know, we've had it at events in the UK where someone wants a picture taken with you, or you know, come up to you and say they like the show and stuff. But here, it's been crazy. Like, yeah. Like I, I can't really take it in. I was like, I remember yesterday thinking, oh my god. I need five minutes. <laughs> five minutes oh. to go sit down. Well, right, you're, right. but you're also at, a, at at home. You got a lot of the same guys on the tournament circuit. Exactly. You've been doing this for years. Oh, yeah, they all know you. Buddies yeah. forever. Here, Before you this is the first time right. people yeah. are seeing you. I mean, heck, I ran up and just gave Wayne a big hug when I saw him. <laughs> right I did the same thing at the airport. Yeah. Yo yo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At first, I, I turned around. I didn't. I didn't recognize you. I thought it's just random guy just coming at me. I was like, who's attacking me? I mean, Matt Birdoff. When I first came over to the states in, I think, I think it was the second time, two thousand and one. And I met I met Matt Birdoff in a lift at um, Baltimore Grand Tournament. Oh, excellent! And then on the um, Friday was it? I think yeah. it was on the Friday. I stepped out of the lift here, and Matt Birdoff. Was oh, there. yeah, there you go. Yeah, thirteen years or something. You know, but, and straight away it was great. We had, we had a chat, and it was brilliant. Yeah. I mean, the main the, the main sort of hope as well. We wanted to a give a good account of ourselves in terms of you know our painting, and we, we talk a lot about the hobby and how we think it should be done, and everything. so I think it was important to. Um, Bring our armies, and I hope that people like them, and also just give account of Britain's British, well, English sort of tournament scene people, you know? Mm. Um, yeah, I think it's, and we're different, aren't we? I mean, you're, you know, you're just a better player than I am. I'm, I'm here for, you know, I'm just here for the, the experience. I'm here for the crack, as they say. I'm just uh, here I'm, for the crack. I'm here for the crack. I lost my first game. I haven't got hope of winning anything. Maybe best lizard, but we'll find out. But, um, mm. yeah, no, that's good. I, I, yeah, yeah I've, I've really enjoyed it. I played play three Warriors today, and. Are you sick of it yet? No, because the three guys I played were really good, you know, really, really good guys, and um, I kind of knew what was going to happen. Yeah. And it was quite funny, actually, because all three of them were quite apprehensive about playing my army, because uh, I don't know, I mean... She got two more lightning cannons. Well... <laughs> and you gave it the yeah. old, I'm Wayne Kemp. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm a player, son. No, 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 no. You're the rat ogre. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did say, what would you say to me? He goes, pop all rat ogres, it would have been over quicker. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's all about maximizing your time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't say that the fact that you brought your Skaven Wayne and your Lizardman Dan, I, I love that because they're so, I think, a personification of you. Those armies are, I identify those with you. Wayne doesn't have any other armies. The guy, how many, okay, <laughs> how many, yeah. okay, but how many flipping rad armies have you built and then, because you like build them Jackson's and then you get 14. rid of them. And then, Jackson's 14. Painted. I know at yeah. least nine. At no, least nine. It's nine. nine. No, I yeah. thought it was nine. See, I listen to the show. Yeah. Nine. <laughs> True paint, fans. Yeah, painted, I don't listen to what he says. So. I painted <laughs> as in like at least four thousand point armies. Nine. 4, nine. Four thousand 
He's hit almost 40,000 points. Imagine yeah, he's done. We talked about this a few months ago, actually. And I said, I've said I've done in, in excess of 30,000 points. Jeez. You know, the, the 13th Skaven Army is the one that's going to be perfect. Yeah, that's a long way off. <laughs> that's, that's when the 9th edition book comes out. It's like yeah, the Chaos Warrior yeah. version I mean, of it. Right, right, yeah, good, yeah. And I've already got 26 painted. <laughs> there you yeah. go. When they, was, get, they, get, they get re-rolls to wound in combat and hit in combat. And they get yeah. magic yeah, that does something. Yeah. I was very yeah. glad to hear that you're starting VC because I can't wait to see what you do. Yeah, I, I've been planning this for months and collecting stuff. And yeah, see, I'm totally like, excited because I'm a guy who doesn't have that kind of, oh, I'm going to look at all this. I'm going to make something imagination. Like I kind of look in the book and say, oh, that's the color scheme? Good. And I just kind of go. Yeah. You're kind of more by the book kind of guy. Yeah. yeah. But I'd love to do that. I just, I just can never think of stuff. And yeah. so... I can't wait to see what Wayne comes up with with all these conversions and things for the That'd VC because cool. it's going to be so cool. To be honest, I'm doing a Von Karstlein army, so. Um, <laughs> but I've noticed on the scene, even though kind of von, you know, vampire cats aren't are kind of Von Karstlein, mm. you don't hardly ever see them done purely in that thing. What, what, right. what does that mean for the non-VC experts, Von Karstlein army? Well, I mean, you're gonna are you gonna take the, your, the special characters as I think well? Like gothic. Well, that's probably the oh, best. Oh yeah, I will, yeah, obviously I'll paint those up and take them in some games, but it, it's really going to be um, rather than it being a graveyard, um, as you know, a lot of like Dan's is in a graveyard, and a lot of guys you know, do because it it's a great thing, you know, it's fit, right. it suits it. You know, mine's going to be about uh, like Castle Drakenhof and and um, kind of like the, the sort of the undead court kind of thing. So it's ah. all going to be yeah. kind of. Um, I mean, Sylvania was a was a was a place that was a bit dark and ominous and had a lot of dark magic flowing around it. But it wasn't until Vlad showed up and basically became the Lord that Sylvania became yeah. that place. I see. Okay. And they're they're like the first family. I mean, they're like the Kennedys of. Well, they are royalty for Sylvania. Yeah, they're royalty. They're, they're royalty. Yeah. So I want to, That's the kind of army I want to do. I want to do this. You know, the real arrogance of. The, the, the aristocracy. Top, right? yeah. See, we're on the same page. He's doing it the old at the height of their yeah. power. Sure, sure. Yeah. That's what I'm doing with my dwarfs. I mean, the, the idea for I might nice talk about this out. The, the idea I've got for the the display board, which I'd like to get done for Blood and Glory, that's kind of, um, is right. Imagine the front of the castle. So you've got um, is Isabella von Karstein on a balcony, right? And you've got um, is it Vlad or is it the other one? I can't remember which one it is, but the the the, con, the lover. He's at the bottom. That's Vlad, yeah. That's Vlad. He's kind of looking up. The army's in the, actually in the court of the, of the castle. But when you look at the back of the display board, it's the inside of the castle. So there's kind of zombies walking around with serving trays and there's uh, tapestries oh, on the walls. Oh, see, awesome. see, totally that outdoing awesome. my yeah. stuff. So you, uh, you get the whole decadence, you know, yeah. in a kind of macabre way, the whole decadence of it all. Um, yeah, but there'd be like wallpaper peeling off the walls and stuff like that, where it's kind of like, right, right. it's very kind grand. Of decrepit. Yeah, but it's yeah. just not, the upkeep's not there. And, it, and the vampires don't care, you know, it's all about power to them. Sure. You just need Kate Beckinsale and leather outfit to help you display it. Yes. <laughs> how are you, um, you going to display the zombie congas, though, on your board? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know okay, I zombies don't have to conga, because when you've got 50, 60, 70 yeah. of them in ranks of five... Yeah. That's pretty much that. Oh yeah, but you're 20 with the ethereal at the front. You know, you need there. You, you need. <laughs> I love just how you just keep bringing out these little you filth things. So. <laughs> <laughs> you got to play the game. Yeah. Oh god. Don't hit the hey, listen. That's it. <laughs> Before we go any farther, I do have a few things for you guys. Um, we like presents. Dan, I know you said you were interested in some Girl Scout cookies because oh, they don't have in England. I am. So you got some peanut Ooh. butter patty tag along. Oh, see, look, these are just the cool names. I don't even know. What Thin mints. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. And these are the Samoas. So you're in for Samoas. This is. Uh, uh, it's a shortbread round cookie Girl with, Scouts, with caramel, yeah. Yeah. toasted coconut, and chocolate. Oh, look, These like are great. To tell you what it's all about. Wayne, I wasn't certain what you'd like because Dan was the only one who went nuts. So everybody seems to like peanut butter. Look, yeah. So peanut, peanut butter. I love also, peanut butter. I know you were saying how you had some really 
bad rolls and some bad dice. So I have another gift for you, Wayne, a special gift, because I am a listener to the show. I have club dice, garage hammer club dice. Have you seen these? Have you seen these? These are amazing. 13 of them. And it's got the Garage Hammer logo. Now, if yeah, you look, the bent, the seriously if bent. you look, they are the dice, you can see the pips on the dice rolling out of the garage. Yeah. It's good. It if waits on six nicely for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, it's on the six, yeah. And the, yeah. Yeah, it's on the six. And here's 13 of them for your scaven Ooh, army. fluffy. But uh, so Girl Scout, uh, authentic American Girl Scout cookies. And Wayne, because I, I've heard so many episodes you talked about your love of club dice. Oh, yeah. You ask, him, have, ask him what dice he's using this right. weekend. Ask him. I heard you're I starting wanted, to use them. I wanted some new dice when we got here, yeah? So I thought, I'll go to one of the trade stands, I'll get some dice. And all I wanted was some kind of large plain ones, yeah? Yeah. So like, like these are, rounded, but just, just yeah. Yeah. normal dice. So we couldn't find any. So we spoke to Dustin, who one of the one of the organisers. He's a legend, yep. by the way. Just, just. So he gave me way. a load of Adepticon dice. Mm. So they kind of got the, the the ones and the sixes. So you got the Adepticon skull on the six, and then you've got like a carved out another symbol for the one. That doesn't get confusing. Symbols no, no, on no, one. No, it's actually, no, it's the symbol for the one looks people. a lot like a one. Yeah, it's a one, but it's a fancy they're one. Actually, one. They're, actually, ah, okay. they're actually like um, they don't actually roll that well. The, no, the ones they're quite balanced. There's more cut. There's more cut out of the one than there is cut out of the six. So they're actually come out ones. These will these will up your game. Yeah, camera ones. Oh yeah, we played in the team. We played in the team again against one of your regular guests, Alex Gonzalez. And my partner said to him at one point, he's just like, "Oh my god." He goes, these goddamn dice. <laughs> okay. And he's like, you can have he some was, if you like. Speak the Dave White. <laughs> he, yeah, was, yeah. he was playing at our house, and we were rolling so hot that he During bought dice in game. the middle of the game. He pulled yeah. out $20 he out of his pocket. He's like, yeah. I'll take 20 dice. Yeah. And me. bought 20 dice from us. Cool. The second well. game, the guy the guy that played Steve, he, uh, he's, a, he's a Brit. He's been over here like 15 years. I, he, he, put, he had bad dice dice. Yeah. And, and he rolled the first... First four dice he rolls like three sixes. I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> it's that simple. That logo like burns into your mind. Did he just mind. look yeah. up at you and go, yeah, oh, yeah. that's right. Flow <laughs> 4,000 miles and someone over here is doing it to me Still. as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you love it. But no, Dave, thanks very much for these. These are yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah, right. but it's just is, a uh, little something, but thank you for coming on the show. Yes, man. Yeah. No. Oh, oh, this one looks amazing, right? So some, some, well, Samoa. 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 So Samoa. So that's crisp cookies coated in caramel sprinkled with toasted coconut and stri- stri- striped with dark chocolate coating. That's amazing. I'm going to eat that oh. on tea. They're so yeah, good. T- actually, There's only about together. a dozen or 15 in the box. They're all like separated so that they don't mash or get wrecked. They're I love this logo as well. Girl Scouts. Oh, what a girl can do. It's just <laughs> brilliant. Anyway, sorry. sorry. We're so, all sort of having a good. Chris, you have an Amstel, I believe, in front of you. Yeah. yeah. I got a yeah. bottle of wine. We're all having a few drinks. This yeah. is a good time. Absolutely. So well, I forgot what else you asked me about, actually. Um, hopes and dreams. We've done that. Did we do that now? Oh, We've done yeah. that? Oh, go on in. Carry on with your hopes and dreams. Um, none. Apart from the, I don't like flying. Never liked, I've never liked flying, ever. I was really supportive so, of this as well. So <laughs> well, you were laughing at me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wanted to grab his knee just you know, as it took off and went, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't because he said he punched me in the you know, face. Yeah, I would have knocked you clean out. <laughs> I will punch you right in the yeah. face. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was going to start going to cue that. Where did he get chucked off and fly? Some dude, though, right? Some dude <laughs> dropped something right on my shoulder, didn't he? So overhead bins, yeah. He opened the overhead bin. And it was American as well, right? And he, and I always thought they're really polite. And they are, the majority. But he, he opened this bin, and this big, like, I don't know what it was. He's, he's like cocaine stash, whatever he was doing. <laughs> Hit me right on the shoulder, <laughs> and it kills me all weekend. I've just got this massive, like... Um, well, still now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Proper you should, there's a massage person now, yeah. on premises. I've seen that. Well, he's, he's, he's probably he's, a listener, so all i got to say is, hey, listener, you hurt Dan. What's, 
Yeah. See, I, I won't, I won't cut in here because Wayne's talking about it, but I, that, that's one of why America's amazing. Because you just got everything. There's a masseuse <laughs> get down there. Get that massage. Get yeah. yourself bucket rice. Just random You'll be person. sorted. It's, I was like, it's like the ice room, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Carry on. It's like you got masseuse on the corner of the corridor. Just cause. <laughs> right. right. But a flight, when it, I was, I was, it was all right with a takeoff. The whole flight was really good. We get to land, you know, basically yeah. doing the descent for landing. And we get this really small air pocket. And then, you know, it's only like a slight drop. But it's like drop when you don't like flying. Uh, it's like, it's like the one mile. time I kind of grabbed the seat in front of me. Uh, yep. She thought it was hilarious. Right? Was like, oh. I was falling asleep in the, in the plane, falling asleep reading, dro- flying to New Orleans with my wife, and the plane did that drop. Yeah. I dropped my book, grabbed that side, because I don't fly often and I don't fly well. And Heather's looking at me, and people like all stopped looking at me because I was like, bah! When it dropped, it woke me up. Dropped my book, grabbed it. I am not a good flyer either. I totally sympathize. But it's worth it, though. Once you get here... Yeah, well, it was only experience. a fifty-foot drop. Okay. Funny story about like when I went to when I went to Egypt on my honeymoon. Mm. We when we were out there, we met up these. There was this, this these two women that had travelled out there together, and they were telling me this story about when they're flying. And, and one of the one of the women was um, absolutely petrified of flying purely because of um, terrorism. It wasn't like a flare of flying post nine eleven. Yeah, just yeah. yeah. In uh, general, two thousand and five. This was okay. So, um, and yeah, purely because of that, she just like. So she gets on this plane, she sits down, and they've had to sit separately. This this guy comes in, sits next to her, the full, um, oh. so Arab garb, yeah? Yeah, yeah. The pulls, stereotypical terrorist. Pulls out, pulls out the Quran, oh. starts rocking backwards and forwards. Oh, are you serious? And it's getting louder and louder and louder, right? So she just starts screaming. She thinks, that's it. It's all, it's all over. <laughs> right? Oh, man. It turns out he was scared of flying as well, and he was doing it to calm himself down. But obviously... Oh. Because she didn't understand the language, it just didn't translate very well. You know what I mean? So Cultural misunderstanding there. And then you look like off. amazingly racist and horrible person yeah, because yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah. Just, yeah. And she's just a frightened. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta try one of those cookies, Ma'am. Wayne. So I can officially give the Helium Hammer thumbs up to Samoas. They're not Samoas. Samoas. Like Samoas. <laughs> I nearly choked. <laughs> Swallowed half a biscuit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she does that. But cut thumbs it, up for cut it out, keep it in your wallet. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> These are good. Yeah, yeah. yeah the Samoas are top to- top notch. <laughs> Don't drink the cars. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. Yeah, definitely should start stop drinking. But yeah, as in the tournament. Um, no, I've I've had to be fair, but the army have brought out. I've got no A-bomb, no doom room. I've got mm. the two cannons, but the rest was just blocks. Mm. And I knew, I knew the army's going to be quite hard here because I spoke to Mark Waldman and he said, yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's going to be a lot of hard army. Then. Yeah, no, no comp filth. Fest. Yeah. But if, but if you take what you want. Yeah, right. I mean, there's, there's hard armors on one end. I mean, I I brought a I I've, I brought mortis engines and every other thing here. I mean, you just hmm. you bring what you want and you. But you you know it, you know coming in. You run the risk. Yeah, you yeah. know it gets If you're coming here to win and you bring what you brought, yeah, you're silly. Well, if you came and I you brought what you want because you're here to have a good time, then you did a great job. Yeah, but I, I think even if I brought the the kind of the meta list, yeah. Um, it's still struggle against Warriors anyway. Yeah, and, I, yeah. and I played three Warriors, so the, the outcome probably would have been exactly the same. That was so the thing. You made, well, you made discussed it. But the difference is, I gave all I gave all three opponents a good game because mm. I was playing with an army that I know how to use. So yeah. that's the difference. Yeah. Hey, that's I, what I happened think, to me. I would think Warriors, if you had took all the tools that you could, I would think Warriors is a favorable matchup for against Gavin, for you. No, no, it's not no, at all. Not. I mean, really? I've, I've played Warriors lots of times with the proper bit, the, you know, the hard skating mill. Yeah. And he's just, he's just run over. Yeah. 
Really? Yeah, is this a bit yeah, fragile? I don't think Warrior players particularly like it, but I think it's in their favour. Yeah, Warrior players kind of a bit apprehensive, but it gets run over. They don't like it. the fact that Demon Prince can go, you killed a Demon Prince with a wall like can do, Did you shout, did you scream, take it off when you did it? No, because I was very polite to the guy. You know? <laughs> I screamed, take it off when my slang killed a fire belly in a challenge. Well, the thing is, you you can... He annoys me, this guy, yeah. right? Like, he kills a fire belly with a slam, right? I, I put Death Frenzy on an assassin, so he goes in five attacks, right? He's got this potion strength, weeping blade. He doesn't do a single wound, and, in, and he gloats about his slam killing a fire. Oh, yeah, man. Terrible. Which got believe. <laughs> right. Believe. That's just kind of awesome. Dude, there's some people walking around. I'm a little distracted. There's so many things yeah, going on. There's a lot on. of activity going on. There's a tournament yeah. happening in here, and uh, Brandon's stuff is still on display. And it, well, his stuff is ridiculous. Yeah. There's some hardcore stuff. I mean, that we... I voted for Brandon in, on the uh, display. Yeah. How could you not? I mean, yeah. you know... I voted for Johnny on the Yeah, I, uh, Johnny got my vote as well for best appearance. Well, Johnny, so. what's Johnny running? Johnny, what are you running? Ogres. Some <laughs> We've seen it. Oh, you're ogres. ogres. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, some rubbish. <coughs> yeah. I voted as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean... Nice work. Oh, God. Yeah. Seriously, I'm... I'm, I'm there's so many people vote for Johnny. His his blending is seamless, and he goes from. I mean, you see some people go from dark to light, and they go so light they go up to white, and it looks fakey. It doesn't. Do you know the his, reason it's, he's got the the right gradation, the right, right. smooth it's doesn't get too bright. Look. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's almost got like a dust. But to be honest, it's, it's not just that. It's kind of weird because you only really usually get that with dry brushing, and obviously not, his models aren't dry brushing. Oh, there's no way. Yeah. Tell, him quite, Tell him they are. Tell him they are. Johnny, by the way, we only have four mics. He's only sitting six feet away. He's hearing yeah. everything we're saying. Do you know what? Though? It's not just that. It's the um, it's the fact that the the whole work that goes into the army is as hobbyists. Who you know, if you can paint, if you can paint to a reasonable standard, you can appreciate yeah. the amount of work that goes in. What is Going Go on, on hello. Put the headphones on for a second. Yeah, you, if you're going to talk about his army, you might as well let him. T- let him. Yeah. But yeah, it's just the, the overall, the whole, the whole effort that goes into it. You know, you can see the green stuff work, the building, and and also the painting. And you know, you you have an appreciation of what it takes to to blend like that, uh, rather than just washing stuff with devil and mud and hot two highlighting over line. So, and also we've seen that a lot, like in the UK when you brought it down, we, yeah, we yeah, saw yeah. like the, the the sort of infantry build. Yeah, that was the, obviously yeah. that was the beast man. This is the ogre version. Yeah, yeah. But it's all part of the same army, isn't it? Definitely. Yeah, it started as the same and just evolved because I had a handful Hold of... Hold on, Johnny, tarpy. right up to your mouth. Hello. There you go. <laughs> Can I do this? You slippery <laughs> eel. How do you, you say you slippery eel? You slippery f***ing eel. That's fine. I'll bleep it. That's fine. Sorry, Dave. No, but Johnny, he's, seriously... He's got I, some serious editing. After, <laughs> when we break for commercial, you probably got to show him the wristwatch. That's wrist what I'm watch? thinking. No. You're encouraging that. <laughs> I want everybody here to know that Dave is encouraging... I'm amazed. I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that if I, with three of me. So that's just. <laughs> what you guys know what time it is? What time is it? <laughs> Anybody know what time it is? <laughs> this is like when you and see for me even this much alcohol. This is like when you and Roger are doing shots every minute on the show. Oh yeah. I was trying to get him to do that for episode 100. We'll see if we can make it happen. Oh, It'll okay. be the Adepticon episode. So Nice. So what, what is this thing you're smoking? Because I remember playing down down a row from you earlier, and I was like, what's this fog? And it's like, it looks like, uh, like some hard stuff. It's a vaporizer. Just nicotine, a little bit of vegetable oil, a little bit of flavoring. Cool. For people who are trying to quit smoking, they got this. It's instead of cigarettes. You can smoke it inside the building legally. People who just can't not have nicotine every moment of the day. <laughs> That's kind of tasty. Yeah, it's like smoking a dessert, dude. It is. It's like sweet. It's like, it is. There's a a sweet, like, cakey flavor to it. That's all I can describe it. It's like a pudding, as you guys would put it. Yes. 
My, my, like I said, my wife's family's English on her oh. other side, so I know what these things are. Well, let's, let's talk about this last night. Were you here? Um, Greg Dan's it not too far from us, actually. And, uh, Our foreign yeah. correspondent, the original <laughs> foreign correspondent well, for the podcast. Wait, were you around when uh, um, one of the guys we were talking to is, we could not believe there's a pudding called Spotted Dick? In, um, <laughs> no, I missed that. No, I the, heard that, and, too. <laughs> yeah. I know what it is. I've had it. It's delicious. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah, yeah so it's quite funny. The Spotted Dick. There's yeah. so many Americans who are telling Greg, you couldn't sell that in America with <laughs> no. that name. No. It's <laughs> good. It's, that's probably it's probably one of the oldest puddings. Yeah. See, I didn't it's know what a pudding was till I got married. Because when we have pudding, we it's like Jello pudding, like chocolate pudding. It's, it's like sweet. A, it's a dessert. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it's like a it's like a it's the soft. It's put. I mean, America in America, pudding is like a like a. Like yogurt foam, something yeah, like, yeah, like I've seen it on dessert. American yeah. coach, like, yeah. Do you want a pudding cup? And it's like what I call yogurt. But yeah, it's not. except it's yeah. chocolate. Pudding yeah. is like yeah, chocolate yeah. or vanilla. <laughs> yeah. Your puddings are like really moist, like little, like almost like bundt cakes. They're yeah. really tasty as hell. Wayne yeah. can do the accent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we would have done the hey, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want some bitch? How y'all all do? Love it. They'll take your spruce, your unwanted bed. Hell, they don't care if it's painted or not. <laughs> you stick it in the post, and in a few days you'll begin it. And that's the one part, like I said. The so what do you, what do you say instead of post? The mail. We, well, in mail. the mail. Yeah. Stick it in the mail. I have to remember that next time. Yeah. If there's a next time. We'd have to do yeah. a new one. Yeah. We really yeah. fucked that whole thing up. <laughs> but it was that one and the bizarre commercial with... Women can't play Warhammer. Oh, we got, we the, got, the proper British gentleman. We got hate about that. We had to cut it out. I know because yeah. it suddenly stopped. But yeah. that you well, silly woman, you don't know how to play Warhammer. We didn't yeah. appreciate how many women players there are in America. Yeah. <laughs> oh jeez, yeah, we've got like one lot here this in year. Fairness, in fairness, we didn't get. It wasn't women we got hate from. We got a couple of ma- um, males. Uh, this is obviously a few years ago. Here comes Greg. Uh, that objected to. I mean, it was it was basically a piece of British humour that was on TV, wasn't yeah. it? And I'm totally funny and accepted in England, but apparently not worldwide. Well, here's the thing, and out. I totally assumed it was, th- I mean, that was like that proper British gentleman humour. You, silly woman, that's not... Yeah, but I got it, was, it but um, I got Brits in my family, so... It was a Paul Whitehouse um, sketch, I can't remember the program now, but they did... Um, Harry Enfield. Harry Enfield. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and uh, and basically they did this whole black and white sketch thing where it was kind of, you know, they was like to take it, they were take, making fun of themselves, but it was the whole kind of you know, like 1920s, or, you know, that That's kind what of thing. I yeah. figured it was. So we just did a take on that, you know, even doing the crackling in the background, but it just didn't go down no, too no, well. So we cut it out. That's I fine. remember, that's right, the crackling, I remember, yeah, because yeah. I did. It's like, this is like an old time. I was picturing him with a very proper hat and a really tall yeah. collar and the, and the tie. We just thought it was a bit, I mean, we've had some, we've had some ideas for adverts that we thought would be hilarious, but we've had to kind of think about the audience. <laughs> Yeah. Like, well, I'll, send them I'll by send some of us. We'll send, don't ask Johnny. He'll just tell you, yeah, do it. I yeah. wanted to do like, uh, <laughs> I wanted to do an evangelist one. No. You know, oh, we don't oh, touch religion on the show. You're doing the whole congre- congregation, but it's all about Warhammer. Yeah. You're getting like, you know, you're getting you can, well, coming back. You, you, I want a gospel that. choir. You could do a, you could do a Sigmar's congregation. Yeah. yeah. Sigmar yeah. Walks was going to be the one. wait, or wait, who were the, West. Who's the other guys? The guys who worship the, Ulrich. The Ulrich. Yeah, you could have an Ulrich. You know, they, um, Kanye West, uh, Jesus uh, Walk. Yeah, do Sigma Walks. Yeah, Sigma yeah. Walks. But, and and do, do a rap that was just yeah. all about a foot soldiers. Yeah. That's two of the whitest guys you'll ever meet. Yeah, yeah. doing a rap. <laughs> yeah, or gospel. I fancy there's a gospel choir, you know? Yeah. Get all up in well, there. Well, believe it or not. That's good. Believe it or not. I'm black. In the mid 80s, I. <laughs> I used to be in a, like um, I used to be in, like a breakdance crew, and I used to oh like, rap. Oh my yeah. god, no yeah. way! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this yeah, man's yeah. got more 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 Wade skeletons Kemp. in his closet. Oh, he's got street cred. Yeah, he's street. 
I remember him telling me this actually when you and me years oh. ago. So this is what ten years plus. You we went to a club and you were like, and we were talking about hip hop music. I was like, yeah, I love hip hop. Did you get like, the yeah, big cardboard dumb, thing, the, the, the big nice old flattened cardboard box to do yeah, your? Yeah, yeah, we used to, yeah, used to go. We used to be part of this big crew back in the day. I loved it. It's great. Hey, I'm not gonna edit most of this. I'm just gonna throw in cuckoos and let it I think run. You're gonna have to edit something. Yeah, I've got, I've got, oh, I've got a reputation to uphold. <laughs> well, it's the, ruined the straight now. Reasonable. Yeah, I've had a whole other life that people just don't know about. Right? I'm going to have emails at home all <laughs> the time. <laughs> There's Greg Dan. Bang, bang, Greg, got to be a little bang, louder. Back any back. Back any back. I can't do louder. Oh, that's My right. Voice His is voice gone. is all trashed. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, okay. Um, there's just so much nonsense and shenanigans going on. Uh, I just, whatever, dudes. Guys, if there's not enough Warhammer in this episode for you, sorry. Should we talk I've, about America? Do you want to talk about America and our thoughts? Yeah. We love America. It's brilliant. I'm America. I'm yeah. A, yeah. Do you see any differences in in play styles? Honestly, no. Um, no. Or, or rules no. type of stuff. Um, I was talking to Wayne about this. I think that Warhammer here is just the same as it is in the UK. Now, uh, a lot of said gets said about paint standard in the US is so much better. Don't agree. I think it's the same. You know, you get. I, th- I think the the nature of this tournament and the points you get for basic painting mean that the lower levels are slightly higher. It, you don't see as many. There are the odd army in the UK that you see and you think, am I playing that? And there's less here. But that's purely, I think that's purely down to the paint points. I honestly don't see too much of a difference. Uh, and I'm not saying one's better than the other. I actually think they're literally, it's just, it just feels like we've not cut, because I don't want to um, do it any disrespect because we're having an awesome time and um, being here in America is completely different, obviously. But in actual terms, if you were just to look at the Warhammer tournament as a whole, the, I don't think there's anything really different. You know, the players play Warhammer. Yeah, it's got some sort of scenario. Well, hold on a second. Why don't like... we ask a painter what they think, yeah. and so we can ask what we? <laughs> yeah. Well, like, well, he's a, Dan's a better painter than I am. Oh, I'm just giving Dan, yeah, giving Dan a little well, stick. Say that. Oh man, that's I can't believe that. that. That's not getting edited. <laughs> <laughs> that's not getting edited. Really? I'm not. I, I do think you're a better painter than I am. I'm just better at selling it. Uh, well, basically, your conversions are amazing. Though. It goes back to what Dave was saying. Basically, um, I, I, this is the biggest thing. I look around, and my army got painted nomination. Yours got painted nomination, which is cool. Yeah. Um, but I look at it, and I just think the problem with, say, my army is too much of it is out of the box um, compared to a lot of other stuff, and that's just because I don't have the imagination you have, and it's always been the problem. I mean, my best conversion that loads of people have been talking about, I stole from you. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Have you seen Chris's army? I mean, yeah, I yeah it's pretty nice. But I haven't seen it yet. We were talking oh, about it. You still it. haven't seen, like, he doesn't bring the fanatic. The, the, do you have the fanatics with the cows and stuff on that? I mean, all the conversions. You, I mean, seriously. I, I And I know he gets annoyed when I do this. Wait till you see his high elf stuff when he comes up on Twitter when it's done. Because I'm seeing it in stages, and it's just, it's like, it's. Yeah. he's starting to do conversions like, like I see on your stuff. It's just. I would like to say I saw it, but um, it was four foot away, and it never moved closer. So I didn't. I didn't get a particularly good look. Oh, bitch! Oh, <laughs> I think he's having a pop there. Are you, Chris? <laughs> Chris needs a mic to defend himself. Hold on, here's a mic. He's got. Yeah, the... that's what happened. Yeah. I, can't, I can't really refute that <laughs> or yeah, deny it. The thing is, did you take more points off him? Did you take his points? Did I take any points off him? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you. Yeah. yeah, I was playing with Mike Gerald at the yeah, time, yeah, so it yeah. doesn't count. But um, I, I just think I listened to. <laughs> It doesn't count. I listened to uh, Garage Hammer for the fluff side of gaming, and I've, I've never read in the books that orcs face hey, backwards hey. and retreat. If you want to win with the current Orc and Goblin book, that is how you have to play it. That's that's it. Yeah, I prove that. Bottom line. Charging forward and losing all my games. 
Uh, that's that's the real Chris Yu there. Oh my! <laughs> but, Cheers. So, but yeah, going back to the original thing, I don't. Um, uh, in terms of yeah, different types of gaming, I don't think there's any, anything at all. Everyone's been really polite. Um, and I think you summed it up we, when we were talking about it. You summed this up really, really well, right? There isn't any difference in real. There isn't real any big difference in painting standards or standards of play, standards of play, or the kind of players you play. What the difference is 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 actually America. It's kind of it's the way you do things, um, the sur- uh, the surroundings, the stuff. way you guys are. It's, that's the difference. That's what makes the whole thing different. I had I had two instances where um, I was winning a game. One while I was playing with David, and um, I, maybe it's just part of win loss draw rather than twenty nil, which we usually play in the UK. But we were winning the game, and I had to pull back because I could see the other guy. You do it in England and you finish the table, you table someone, yeah. and it's it's not a problem. The two of the guys we were playing, when they realised they could get tabled, the faces went, and they were like, you have to feed them something to, to keep yeah, them but I think that's not, I don't think that's necessarily American. No, no, it's everyone. not. Slightly, just like, very, I mean, I'm talking small anyway. differences, <laughs> you know. But that's that's the nature of, yeah. I think that's the nature of, we play a lot more 20 nil back I, in the UK. I think the, different, the big difference yeah, that is that does, there is the fact that in UK tournaments, if that happens, the, oppo- the, the opponents don't get the opportunity to uh, knock you down on sportsmanship for no. because the way so our tournaments are stru- structured, there isn't that opportunity to do it because you haven't done anything wrong, you haven't cheated or anything. But over here, because sportsmanship is such a, a big deal and it's such a big chunk of the tournament, that's why you're... I mean, if that if we had the, this sportsmanship kind of system in the UK, it would yeah. be exactly the same. It would change things. But, if exactly I was well, but that's partially this particular tournament because not every tournament has that... You know, because what I was what I was thinking of was, say, I play Dan at a tournament, um, and Hellheart, we're, we're, we're playing twenty nil, right? <laughs> and um, Dan's beating me, and Dan's going in, and he'll finish the table. He'll table me. It will happen. He won't think I'll give him a unit so he can run in and combat them, and you know. Just, just to be nice, that that wouldn't happen with the twenty. I think yes, yeah, twenty system is quite interesting. I did it today. I I nearly threw a game away actually doing that um, because I thought I was so far ahead that this that it shouldn't be a problem. I actually managed it by three points because of that. So but I've I've almost felt at some points that actually I'll give the guy something here to kill, yeah. and. I wouldn't think about doing that, that in the games. UK. It was called my army. Yeah, see, yeah. I don't like pity points. <laughs> I, I, if someone's beating me, I, I want them to stop me in my face and, and, and make me yeah, uh, better. I, think I don't want them to There's give a pity slight points. difference there. In, in it's almost we see. You, I've seen it a couple of times. What about uh, earning yourself a, a potential bonus objective point? That your opponent—it doesn't matter for your opponent if you get it or not—but they deny you of that point. Was this? Was, was I talking to you about this we earlier? Talk about yeah, this yeah, earlier. So, huh? I was going to bring this up. So yeah, I, and I brought this up. At, uh, where, but after Ben Curry and uh, Mark came back from here, they did Blood and Glory, uh, and they had a similar pack where you get objective scoring. So capturing terrain pieces was one of those things, and here's the same. So you just have to have uh, three bits of terrain, and you get max bonus points. Basically, They're, they are battle points, effectively. Um, so the first game, good example. My opponent's so concentrating on beating me, he doesn't realise he's already got the uh, his three bits of terrain, and I've got two skinks and a wood that's giving me a point. So it's of no deficit to him at all. He shoots his cannon and panics me out of the wood. I lose a point. He doesn't gain anything. What? How was that viewed? I was like, is that bad sportsman if I do that to someone? I mean, it, for me, I would have just gone, I'm not going to shoot that. You can have it. It doesn't. And I did it in another game that I was playing, and I was like, 
I said, well, you, could, you just move that there. You, you get it. I'm not going to contest it. I don't need it. You know, it's that, and it just seems a bit of a waste, really. It doesn't, because the scores don't affect each other like they would in a 20 nil. If you get 19, I get one. There's an incentive to, to sort of play for the, the points. But, but then um, again, couldn't you argue the point that if both those players eventually done very well in the tournament, then one of the players could have a, a skewed score because you... Indeed. Uh, if you're at top tables, exactly. That yeah. cutting, denying them that point is where they, you know, but, and you never know where you're going to end up at the end. I can, I can see the arguments for and against doing it. I mean, Greg and I were playing in the one team game and we, I mean, we really were rolling the opponents. Oh, and then yeah. we had him off in the corner and he's like, well, we should go up and charge them. I'm like, just, why don't you just let them move into the deployment zone and get the point? It's not going to cost us a thing if they move into our deployment yeah. zone and get a point. Then he pointed out, well, but if yeah, but if we kill the one guy in the unit, we get more points. I said, okay, we'll take charge. Yeah, yeah more, that, that it affected our points, but I think it's, it doesn't make it's up to the individual players to make that decision. But uh, what what concerns me is in this kind of scoring system where people have scored on their sports, is it bad sports to deny someone or or not? I don't know. It's just a really odd system. Um, I mean, we obviously started to move away from it in the UK, so it's not something we have to contend with very often. But it does it does raise some questions, I think, like that. Good point. But good point. I don't. I don't think there's a good answer unless you have it. Unless it's control more terrain pieces than your opponent for a point, and then you, you it affects you. So you have to do it. But yeah, I don't know. I don't what know. What do you think about? Um, we played at the the first game. Um, you got one point for each mage you killed, uh, up to three. Um, but if they didn't have three mages, you got the relevant points to make up the difference anyway. I'm playing an all corn army. Uh, I've got no mages. My guy, by virtue of playing me, has been given three points. Yeah, so I mean, they're not perfect. Uh, to be honest, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's a very, it just seemed a strange system. But, but I mean, it's cool. You, you know I've enjoyed playing. what you're getting into. I've enjoyed playing under See, it. I, I, think I don't some, get that. Yeah. You should get no points for that because you haven't killed any wizards. It doesn't matter that you haven't got any no, wizards. No, no, but that's almost the same answer. But, but that's their whole point is when you're going here, if I don't have an opportunity to earn points, that sucks really bad for me because... Through no fault of my own, I'm down three points. But then you've got the other side of it. You're getting, like, I might be in a game where I have to work really hard to get those three points. Yet someone playing you just gets them without having to do anything. But with Blood and Glory, if you come in, I mean, we had a, a, one year here, we had a guy, Blood and Glory, we had people who didn't get to play. Like, because yeah. they didn't think about that it would be a, it would be a, it would be That's one of the scenarios. They brought no banners. So the game started. They were already out. Game over. And, yeah. they, and that's how they ruled it. Sorry, if you didn't bring enough banners, you're out. And the other person gets every point. Yeah. You're done. See, as tournament organizers, I just wouldn't allow it to happen. But it's, that's just my personal but you view. You've got to read the rule pack, you? No, no, but the problem here is they released them on the morning of the tournament. Yeah, but they also tell you what, scenario, roughly I mean, what to expect. Yeah, well, I mean, if, if, you go, I if you go to the here. website, you can see the previous year's scenarios. So I you still, have an idea. You know? uh, it's just a personal preference of mine. I don't like it. I've said that to well, our own tournaments we play and do it. So. those scenarios out early? Yeah, like I, I know yeah. Chris and, and uh, Grant and them, they put their scenarios out early. Yeah, see, I, like, I, I just like knowing what I'm going into, but I understand. I mean, we, we've had this discussion, actually. Uh, quite in depth uh, about the Blood and Glory tournament that released them on the day. I mean, again, they gave us hints, but what we didn't realise is that, that, like, you needed mobile banners, for example, which is completely different to Wood Elf players sticking um, banners in all their Glade Guard units. But you needed to be able to deliver it into deployment zones and things like that, and you didn't know until you got there. And it didn't affect Warriors players <laughs> because they're running forward with it all anyway. So. Also, does it? I always find that comp scenarios, where all it ever seems to do is make Warriors better. Yes, play Warriors. There's nothing I've seen that's kind of put in that's quirky that has actually makes that's makes warriors suffer. But All anyway, right. this sounds like a bit negative, and there's nothing yeah, no, no, it isn't just, negative. It's just uh, kind we're, of we're having a great right. time. It's just little feedback. All right, I got a question, totally off the topic. 
but it showed up on our Facebook page. And so I'm going to throw this out because there was a it was a good answer based on that. Someone asked if you could kill any one person in the Warhammer world, who <laughs> would it, it be? That's a bit dark. <laughs> well, someone put that. And, I mean, there, but there were some Matt, good answers. Who's going to say Matt Ward? Matt Ward. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 he's not in Warhammer world. <laughs> he could be. Somebody put uh, a great I'll answer. Someone put Gotrek because he wants you to. But somebody just today posted the 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 highest rated chariot builder in the Warriors of Chaos Wastelands because I'm sick of facing those damn chariots. <laughs> <laughs> I'd kill the guy who makes all the chariots. Uh, mine would be the cult of Slanesh. Uh, I don't like Brologs. Is it? No, I don't know. I don't, I don't even read the fluff. I don't care. Whoever invented Brologs. I didn't Mar- read Mar- the fluff and I don't Mar- care. That uh, comes down Is to Marathi. Kill her then. She started Kill the Well, as actually, well. they're ethereal because they were cursed by Malekith. Because the prophecy, oh, right. yeah, there was a yeah, prophecy yeah. that he would be killed by a male sorcerer. Yeah, you're right. And so he cursed them all so they're, like, not really alive, basically, anymore. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll be Mr. Hobby. I'd kill Nurglitch. Because if I killed him, I would be on the Council of Thirteen. Right. I'd take his place. Well, they, That's they, our they, role. That's they, our role. Dialer Dialer Kemp. Yo, we've got a seat, son. Oh, wait, I've Do got a seat. I'm there. Yeah. You should uh, be. You've earned it, mate. I've got to be on the plan. You, with it. All those years <laughs> in. had nine of them. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. It. Yeah. I've got some serious rats. Yeah. <laughs> if, uh, if by virtue of killing a character, you take them out of the game, it might have to be Teto Echo. No, no, oh. Frog, man. <laughs> frog. Don't be hating on Teto when Frog's still in the game. I said Marathi. <laughs> I said Marathi because it would change everything. There'd be no Malekith... Different stuff would happen with. Uh, you go back in time and you know. Oh, well, but that's what they said. If you could yeah. do any one person, I'd kill Tamrakan, so we never had to play Chaos Duels ever again. Oh. Not a real army, not a real army. But Still if you got rid of Dark Elves, you might not have to be, be, play Ben Curry ever again. That's fine. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> if, if we took out the Warlocks as discussed, then uh, uh, Felix. Kill Felix. You never know about Go yeah, Trick, would you? He's not going to write it down. He's Felix. Oh, that would be so sad. Got tricks. He's got tricks. You are a real <laughs> non hobby. Yeah, no, it's all about the game for him. Yeah. <laughs> is, okay, wait. Is he putting me What's on? It? How many attacks has he got? Is he? <laughs> Seven. What's his move? Uh, Seven. No, no. God Trick is in the game. Is he? Because you can get the uh, dwarf shield bearers. Uh, holding God well, okay, he, no, he, they were in Gotrek <laughs> and Felix were in the Storm of Chaos because yeah. they had the rules for them. I have their rules. Gotrek has five attacks, by the way. Cool, so brutal, and a four-up <laughs> ward. Yeah, yeah, because he's protected because he's got a higher purpose. Yeah, we've seen all, a lot of the earlier books. Gotrek and Felix were in yeah, the, the, modern, the early books. Um, uh, Joe at our club uses um, Gotrek yes, and Felix hello. in his dwarf oh, army. <laughs> They're quality models. Like this is to record him. Yo, is this a pizza dude, man? Yeah. Where's my goddamn pizza? Thank you. He can't hear me. He's got his headphones on. He's going to be listening to this. Oh, my God, this is America, man. Where's my pizza? I need my refund. You're on my attack. What? Oh. You're going to have fun when you listen to that, mate. He's back now. He's back. 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 So I don't even know what else to ask. I'm just like so excited. Everybody's yeah. here. We've been drinking. We're having a good time. Um, what do you want to ask? I don't know. Um, what do you think for tomorrow? I mean, uh, where are you on warriors. points and stuff? I think no Wade's going to get warriors. beat by two more warriors. Greg's way up on like, what are you on? Like, I'm on 37 out of 45 with my, uh, yeah, doing elites. He's doing elites. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to win my two and end up finishing higher than him. That's, that's what I'm going for. Oh, I'm boy. using all corn demons. Oh, I'm going to throw away some more. Oh, that's right. So you just roll the winds of magic table to see what happens. And yeah, then... my, half my army dies. Yep. Yes, Slanesh wins. <laughs> Everyone wins. I don't even know what I'm on. I, mean, I don't care. 
Don't matter. Max Payton, bro. Hey, Max Payton. Hey, <laughs> I'm here for fun. See? So am I. But I'm winning hey, well. Greg, where did we place in the team tournament, by the way? Oh, um, we were on the top page. Yeah. Really? I wasn't. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Once I got rid of Gerald, <laughs> things started to improve. I think I'll, my team is higher than yours, actually. Don't tell me. Don't matter, does it? Mike Gerald is oh, one, of the, yeah. one of the top I, players <laughs> in the United States. I've taught him a new way to play Warhammer. Sat yeah. badly. No, he's yeah. got to make an 11-inch charge, and he's looking at him. He goes, roll it. Let's go for it. He goes, it's what, 50-50. Yeah. What would Ben Diesel do? He goes, what do you mean it's 50-50? He goes, you either make it or you don't. <laughs> <laughs> that is, it's true. <laughs> That's true, though. Yeah. Because, Chris, you just walked in. No. Oh, oh, no. oh, oh man. I thought that she thought that was Chris. No, <laughs> he just went to grab the pizza, the guy. <laughs> that wasn't me doing a randomly racist. They all look the same. What <laughs> going for? Oh, dear Lord. Dear Lord. I didn't, I'm not racist. All those Asian people just look the same. That's not racism. That's a fact. That's what Dan was just telling us. I know where Dan lives. That's probably a commonly held view. No, no, no. Seriously, where, where Chris picked us up from the airport, he had that exact leather what? jacket on, right? Surely. <laughs> So he suddenly, well, they might he be brothers got, then. Like, yeah. He went out and got changed. And he went to get pizza yeah. and he came back in a come jacket back in and a jacket with a hat on. Yeah. <laughs> when, when, when I went to meet them at the airport and meet Chris Yu, it's been a year and a half since I, uh, I met Chris Yu and I was trying to remember exactly what he looked like. I thought, that's all right. It's an Asian guy waiting for two white guys to come off the plane. <laughs> and then there were about 30 Asian guys waiting around. I was like, what am I going to do? <laughs> you said he looks the same. Don't you hold up a sign? I didn't have a son. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> you didn't need that. You didn't need that coke when you like, did your thing. <laughs> <laughs> We're professional here. No, no. I, I, yeah. I managed to go the whole trip coke-free on my legs. Yeah. <laughs> it's a British guy that does it. Yeah. With these oversized <laughs> bottles. Bloody hell. It's hard. Yeah. Right. So you guys can't fit two-liter bottles in your refrigerators. That's the... Well, we no, can. your, your bottles are just really wide. Ours are longer because they're... They're just, they're oh, it's not shells, all about the girth. You know? yeah. It's all about the girth. No, yeah. It's about the length, it's, it's about, it's the about the length of the girth. Oh, um. my goodness. Oh. So, but, um, I mean, okay, so you've been here since, like, Wednesday. Were you in any of the other tournaments? I mean, I know you did the team tournament Friday. What did you guys do Wednesday and Thursday? Just uh, talked to people. Just went around, sort of, sort of um, did the rounds, really. Uh, loads of people that wanted to talk to us, so that's what we did. We just chatted Warhammer and chatted about the show and stuff. And it, yeah. That was, that was it, really, Yeah, that's why I've got no voice. That's pretty much what we've done the whole yeah. time we've been here. Did some YouTubing, but we um, haven't been able to upload it because the Wi-Fi is so bad. Yeah, we so did some filming. Hopefully people yeah. have heard it by now, which would be cool. I cool. don't know what happened, dude, because last year it was free in more area. It seemed to be more, like... I'm hanging out in the lobby a lot. Yeah, yeah I actually paid for it Checking in my room Facebook. because uh, we're up there a lot. You can speak to the wives and FaceTime and all the, uh, the rest of it. I'm waiting to get my bill. You have to log in every time and click that you, you're at yeah. for five days. And then the guy has assured me that I'm not going to get charged for it every time at forty odd dollars or whatever. It is. So, but yeah, it's pretty slow. Yeah, but yeah, it's um. So no, but the, the whole the whole hotel and the whole venue looks fantastic anyway. We um, we've been enjoying ourselves. Oh, I was, and I saw your guys' tweets. How about all that late night gaming? Because we're recording right now, and right now it's like, it's about ten thirty. But if you leave here and walk out in the hallway, there's, I mean, just turn around. There's gaming going on. It's the middle of the night. This room is open till three in the morning. What in the hell did they send us? Holy crap. See, this is American service right here. This, this is, no, this is top notch. Okay, we ordered from Giordano's, folks, and people around here know what that is. We ordered two large stuffed pizzas and a small stuffed pizza. They sent us a large, a medium, and a small, and I called them and complained. They sent us a medium, a small, and about a half a dozen Sierra Mists. Sorry we screwed up. 
Wow, holy mackerel. You say you complained. You did it very politely. Well, yeah, but I mean... You didn't really complain. You just just very politely told him what had happened. We did our impression of you complaining while you didn't have your headphones on. Quite good, I thought. Yeah. Well, I mean, they were also very, uh, hey, I said, listen, this is wrong. What are you going to do about it? They said, we'll send you more stuff. I said, we're good. Let's take another quick break and we'll come back and, and have a little more with Dan and Wayne and Greg and that. Folks, it's Dave. Are you looking for that special model to add to your army? A monstrous creature or maybe a character model? Something unusual that not everybody else is fielding on their table? Well, then you should check out Mears Miniatures at MearsMiniatures.com. Their Darklands line is full of some of the most fantastic creature models you'll ever see. And with the success of their recent Kickstarter... Those models will be perfect for you to play in their forthcoming Darklands game. So whether you're looking for a new skirmish-level game to play with lots of cool monstrous creatures, or you're just looking for that extra special model to add to your existing games line, Mears Miniatures is really worth your time. Check them out at Mears-Miniatures.com, and seriously guys, you'll be glad you did. We are back, you tools. We are back. So, Mark, let me ask you, in your army or during your games, what has been the sort of all-star model or unit for you, if anything? I thought it would be the assassin with the weeping blades and his potion strength going in and killing the world. Yeah. He's been um, he's been no better than the giant rat in all three games. Wow. He's That's not saying a lot. garbage. If you've not been not believing. Not much at all. Well, I just, I just, obviously I'm rolling the dice, so it's obviously got something to do with that. But um, the flamethrowers, actually. The flamethrowers have been really good. Oh, I know you're a big fan of those. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. if you can get them into position to sure. fire And usually with playing against warriors, you do get the opportunity to, to fire them. And obviously I played three warriors today, so... Um, uh, yeah, they're good. They kill stuff. It's the D3 wounds. If they, if they oh, don't, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, that's they, brutal. Yeah, yeah. And I've got quite a lot of shots of them, and they've been good. I've liked them. No misfires or anything? Because usually when I see those, they tend to misfire and destroy their own stuff. No, I had, um, I had one... They misfired, yeah. but I rolled a six, and it was just like a fizzle. Ah. So, um, yeah, that's been all right. The cannons have been okay, done a bit, yeah. not much. But, yeah, it's probably... It's been, it's been difficult, because nothing's really kind of really stood out. Because with Warriors, it's kind of like playing against them. You, you have the opportunity where you do a bit of damage, and you think, oh, that's good, but it doesn't really matter. You know, you kill sure. a crusher, two come in, and they still end your yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. it's kind of little victories, but they're not really. You end up yeah. getting smashed anyway. Okay, how about you, Dan? Any standout units or, or characters yeah, or anything? Combat slam. No, uh, <laughs> so so the, the, the best thing I pulled off this week was my slam killed a fire belly in the challenge, so that was good. Um, but I did uh, the egg of Quango. I was going to say, there's the, the important egg. question. Did you Quango anybody? I quang- I can't, did you crack I, the egg? I can't do what I want to do, but I Quangoed some some people, put it that way. Um, uh, yeah, basically, <laughs> it let me down in the first game, but then um, <laughs> it's always a good moment when your opponent asks you what it does. 
They're like, yeah. you go, I've got this item, it's called the Egg of Quango, do you know what it does? No. I cool. I'll show you. And you, yeah, <laughs> you school as a seven. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, both times it was the old 2D6 straight five, and, um, it was like a counter charge, so, you know, I got into something, um, they'd hold, they counter charge me with something like, like Sword Masters in one game, and Brolox in the other. You're like, uh-huh. alright, cool. Yeah, I'm popping this 2D6 straight five. Oh. You know, it's like, it's, it's awesome. Um, I, I don't know if it's optimal. Just, I've never seen anyone run it, but I just I like it. I think it's, it's, it's something, that starts, something that starts at the end of combat just gives you a little bit of something, I think. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's been good. Um, other than that, you know, not a lot's been good. Do you know what? Oddly, though, my Saurus unit, of all things, has got right up in people's grill. Got me quite a lot of points in these games. Are you talking like, when I say up in the grill, I'm not piling it forward, but say yeah. like turn four, five, six, it's getting itself into some really favourable combats and grinding out wins. So it's been good. Okay, good, good. Yeah, I think for me it's been the uh, Horde of Savages with the Poison Banner. A lot of people look at me like, really? Savage Orcs with bows? I, I'll tell you, they'll put out the damage from range. Supplement with all the other shooting. Gives well, you and, and your option. Savage Orcs yeah. sit there and just basically just protect shoot. everything till the last, till they and have to if, get involved. Yeah, and then they play cleanups, because they are biggins, so they're respectable in combat. Yeah. I'll go in and mop up whatever's left. Yeah, I mean, um, all, all Greg Dan's jokes aside, I think it just give you a bit of a plan B if you're playing something you, you don't want to be forward. Right, yeah. If I have to fight, then I will. I'd rather than not, but... The, the savages can pull their weight if they have to. Now that's a fluffy army. The orcs that don't want to fight. That's they how just they, like that's to shoot. Is it winning fluffy? Yeah. <laughs> Winning's always fluffy. Someone's got to win. I wrote fluff for this uh, tournament. Well, that's a point. Oh, was that for the team? Ter- the yeah, team yeah, yeah, yeah. Point. yeah, yeah. It was good. Were yeah. you wandering around and found a portal? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> funny. yeah. it was all about. Say, I wrote the fluff. Right? <laughs> I wrote the fluff, and then because I had a portal in my story, Dan said, "I'm taking that. I'm just gonna." I'm just going to change all the Skaven to us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, cheers for that. Got me nine points, which is the max over the three games. That is, which yeah, is really right, weird right. because all of the slan were saying, like, kill, kill, and squeak, squeak. <laughs> yeah. I had to edit those, yeah. The, all yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Just Skaven, change Skaven. To but this, the story is basically, I did, a, I did this kind of, um, in Lustria, and there's this uh, uh, kind of merchant map maker, and, what he, and basically it was what he was seeing. He was looking, looking from this high vantage point down at this battle that was going on. And it was Lizardmen and Skaven. This big battle going on. And there's suddenly this massive explosion in the middle and this portal opens and all these demons pour out of it and start massacring the, um, the, the Lizardmen and the Skaven. Yeah. And it was kind of my, my idea about how I thought my, me and my partner's games were going to go. Both our, both our Skaven and our Lizards just getting mullered by everyone, you know. So that was kind of, that was kind of the thing of the story. <laughs> so I wrote it down. Dan's, I'm reading it out to Dan. He's putting it on his iPad. And I got to the portal bit and he went, yeah, I'm gonna have this one as well. So, yeah. you just uh, I, think actually, you, I think you changed the when I said the sort of the bit about the Saurus Warriors, you changed that to six. Yeah, 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 and then yeah. just changed it up so that, um, uh, yeah. But that's a brilliant spin on the fluff to explain why two mortal enemies are suddenly team partners. Yeah, yeah, because they're just know? fighting for the yeah. last kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Chaos Warriors and Lizardmen definitely, definitely <laughs> works. <on the> fluff. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Certainly in my opponent's eyes, according to my score. Oh, that was like that was like it, it, when Storm of Magic came out, and they said you could hire the uh, undead and the in the demons. You can make the demonic packs with demons and VC. And their example was the high elves, yeah. who summoned up a, a unit of demons to fight with them, and everyone went. Wait, what? The High Elves just the, 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 called you know, a demonic pact up with a bunch of corn warriors? Be, really? That's... Becoming Dark Elf. Yeah. Yeah. Elves. I can see Slan opening portals with Boris and Blood Letters for a, for a day. <laughs> <laughs> Skull Cannon. Let's borrow that, let's yeah. borrow that Skull Cannon son. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be good. It'd be good. Winning, winning is fluffy. Let's go that's, to war. That's the plan for next time for Treachery, I reckon. <laughs> Skull Cannon allies. Ooh, nice. I'll even make it full-on internet. I'll dip it. So... Yeah. 
tomorrow is the, I hate to say it, the last day of Adopticon. I feel like it's gone, come and gone so quickly. Yeah, it has, yeah. So two more days, two more games, I should say. Uh, chances are good you'll probably fight demons if you haven't already, or warriors. Because yeah. there are a ton of demon players here. Wait, three games today. How many warriors did you play, Wayne? Three. You Literally all three. That was, oh, see, that was the first game, it was three blocks, of big blocks. Well, it was one Corn, one Zench, one Slanesh. Two chimeras sec- and a village, what which I turned into a rat with thirteen. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that was good. Him, him, and his little brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 both of them. Yeah, yeah. I've actually got a, a rat with two heads on it, so that's got that. Was oh, it. perfect. So, um, um, yeah, second game was the uh, the proper, you know, net yeah. build. Two chimeras, two juggers, demon prince, BSB, you know, the usual stuff. Yeah. And then the sec, and then the third game was. Um, uh, juggers, uh, yeah, just you know, it's kind of a blur of really warriors. A bad, there isn't really a bad build, is it? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. True. That's the thing. That book, seriously. Yeah. I mean, I sold all of mine, and I, I'm, I don't regret it. But man, it's tempting to just sit and make filth with that when I had it at home. It was just, oh. I think it's more forgiving than your average army out there. Yeah. So, but by, the, by the time I got to the third game, I didn't do too bad actually. I mean, I lost, I lost the game, yeah. but I had my chances to win it, mm. and I had my chances to win. The first one as well, um, so but I played against Warriors quite a lot. So I, it's kind of like I made I made the best of a bad situation. If that makes okay. sense, I kind of know how to get something out of the game, even though I'm losing. I, I do kill a lot of it. If that makes sense. How does that feel though when you wind up playing in a tournament with 15 possible armies, 16 if you count Chaos Dwarfs, and I know you don't, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> That's and a whole other you show wind up topic. playing. Yeah. I mean, seriously, the odds of playing three warriors of chaos in a row is. I mean, it's not bad because a lot of people play them, but still. Oh yeah, uh, well, uh, Blood of Glory, I played four warriors. But what can you do as a TO? They can't. They're not concerned about oh how many times you've played this army already. You just do well, the there's nothing you go. can do, but you just got it's. I, ugh. Yeah, I hear you. Do you know what? That's funny though. Is from my my looking up the tables and what I've played. Is a lot of warrior armies are, are, are quite a lot of them down the bottom end. They're just while you're playing them. I mean, in the middle rows, there's a lot of elves. I've seen a lot of those. A lot of ogres in the middle packs. And in the top, top, I know there's several orc and goblins at the top. And you've got, I saw several elves up there, high elves and people mm-hmm. all on on free wins, demons, a lot but of demons. Not that many warriors actually, but down the bottom end, I've seen them everywhere. So, yeah. huh. it's just a bad matchup for me. I've just been unlucky that I've had three in a row. Yeah, I mean, as we we talked about it, we thought it was yeah. one of the one things you didn't want to be playing. So, yeah, See, I, I would have not being a Skaven or a Warriors player, but I will think on paper. You can, you know, move your slave blocks into whatever warrior block, and while they're engaged, you know, do the flame or do the warp lightning cannons or... It's the fact that the problem is you don't see warrior blocks. The thing um, is the... It's all chariots. Ah, yeah, it's true. The chariots. Point. It's, the, it's the flyers as well, the chimeras, the demon princes. Demon princes, sure. Yeah. Okay. Because you've always got other... It's too much to shoot, and yeah. you end up kind of... You can concentrate on one area and... Just, I mean... The problem is you can't game, really yeah. deal with the juggers. That's the, that's the thing. If a jugger unit gets into your lines, it, you're it's over. dead. Yeah. And uh, it will. Yeah, you know, so <laughs> and you got two chimeras flying out. You had two units of jugglers. Right, yeah, it's too much. Four chariots. Yeah, yeah. you know, was, I had like, it's winnable. like three chariots. It's winnable, but it's just not. See, but that, but that's, but that's where you really hope for, and you're looking for that blood and glory scenario. Because if you know the blood and glory scenario is coming in, you're making sure you've got at least some banners somewhere. Right. Yeah. It keeps you a little more honest than. Two cannons, two chariots, two this, two... I mean, just everything without a banner. There was a Warriors list out here that had four Gorby's chariots, I think six Chaos chariots. Yeah, I saw that. That thing was brutal. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, Demon Prince. Uh, This one's in the 2400. I don't know who's running it, but man, that looked mean. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, kind of event, I suppose you could run it. We're saying yeah. that about banners, though, because both the Juggers had banners, both the, both the Slanesh Light Cavalry units oh, right, there you had go. banners, and also you've got the BSB. So, and it's just hard getting hold of stuff. Yeah. And if you're kind of shooting at the Light Cavalry, it just gives all the good stuff sure. an extra turn to just get in your face. Yeah. Right. So you, you just can't, you can't yeah, deal with it. It's too much to deal with. Yeah, too yeah. much to deal with. Too, you know, it's not, you can't do it quick enough. Yeah. Uh, Dan, what um, what armies did you play today? Uh, I played. So I played ogres, yeah. uh, which is very standard, you know, sort of gut style. Mm. Uh, small warfang unit, small manier, two cannon. Uh, I played high elves, which wasn't very standard. It was double white lions, but it was all infantry. Mm. And to be honest, he, he didn't have any apart from the battle of the world dragon. He had nothing good. So what I mean by that is there was no bukhale, there was no bolt throwers, there was no frost phoenix. Huh. There was just none of the good stuff. Um, and Themey, I guess. Lots of white what we call in the UK a gimme in that one. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and uh, then the third game, I played uh, uh, an odd, but an odd. Yeah, odd is the best way to describe it. Dark Elf Army. It had um, two units of 12 warlocks, a 52 man witch elf unit with a cauldron and a chrome uh, thingy. Oh, chrome Halibron? Uh, no, the some sort of chrome. Oh, well, maybe okay. it was a special character. I don't know. I just shot well, him. If it wasn't Helleron, then it was just the hag. <laughs> um, you didn't yeah, find it's out. it's either a hag no, or a spirit the leech your ass. And, um, <laughs> then, uh, <laughs> um, what was it? Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Stop where I take it off. And then um, two Hydras and uh, unit Harpies, I think. And, um, no, I mean, the the block, I had nothing to deal with it. So I felt a bit sorry for him because he played a Lizardman player the game before. So he won game one. Oh. Game two, played a Lizardman player. It was just all skin. And he... That, yeah, that, I've seen and that. a temple guard unit, and um, he got shot off. And then he played me, and I ignored the Death Star and killed yeah. everything else. In combat, oddly enough, he, he gave me a few long charges, and I just took him because there was no downside. Sure. Got some. Edgar quite good one unit <coughs> with with the vet. Yeah. Um, and chased around the other warlocks, and yeah, just killed it all. I nearly lost it though when I cascaded my slam, but still, as we spoke about earlier. But um, hmm. yeah, so um, uh, a mix. I haven't really seen it, and I had a wander down the top tables, and you're on three wins of orcs. Mark Wildman's got yep. three wins of orcs. Uh, there's an elf player up there with three wins. Um, demons are up there. So yeah, this is. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen many warriors. Uh, they're all seems to be kicking Wayne's ass down the bottom. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're all around like, me, aren't they? They're, oh look, there's a there's a there's a fluffy skaven. They're they're lining up. Uh, yeah, take a number. Have, let's have a go at yeah. that. Yeah, today I played uh, an all cavalry empire list, uh, Nurgle warriors, and uh, dwarves. The new dwarves in my third game. How was so, that? Yeah. I haven't played against new dwarves. So. Uh, you know, for me, my orcs and goblins, I love that matchup. They're so small, and it's easy to focus on different things. Yeah. Foot of Gork is just devastating against, against dwarves. his orc and goblin list, it's a tough run for the dwarves. Yeah. Even with the hatred, because he's never going to let you get into combat. Right. Because I'll run up, and I'll go after his war machines, and he'll hand a Gork that giant unit of, of savage savages. Orcs. Hand a Gork, I'm out of the way. Because he's got literally, I mean, I've sat there and taken everything off in his army except that giant unit with the characters and still lost the game. The fact that your magic defense is not as stalwart as it was, no, I think, is a huge a, not change. Not a long way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I felt like I was destroying the dwarf players I played at the tournament. We, got, go with magic, so. yeah. we got pulled back in a bunch of places. We got boosted up in a few. I don't know. Bring your iron as, as they as we were not, Iron drakes, copters. As we weren't the top tier army to begin with. I don't know if getting fewer perks than pullbacks was necessarily great, but we'll talk about that on the army review. Well, I think if you play the dwarves to their fullest strength, I know you don't like to. Gunline war machines, copters, I think you got to do it. you got to try it. That's what we call oh, the belly gonna, de- I am going to try it. I've yeah. played two games. Yeah. I, had a, I had a win and a draw. My first game, I had one cannon. That was the only war machine. Do you know what? And I the second game, I had no war machines. I, but 
Organ guns seem like a bit of a winner, though. 30 inch range. I play 30 inch. Several. They're nice. Huge. Yeah. That cannons. I would bother with the rest. Yeah. I tell you what, the yeah. gyro bomber is pretty nice, though, especially if you get that bounce and get that second hit and it sticks. And uh, Yeah, if you can get it. I, I, I think yeah. if you get the smaller copters to run interference. If you're playing a big enough gun, points gun game, the dwarves can have all sorts of cool stuff. The thing is, everything is cool if you ruin them up with banners. And that gets expensive really right, fast. Right. In an less, army that's already expensive in elite. Less boots on the ground for you, then. Yeah. I mean, every time I do one of those, I'm pulling a, a rank of models off of something yeah. to add that thing. Makes them tougher, but now there's fewer of them. So right. it's, it's rough, but it's fun. I have had a lot of fun playing in the last couple of games. Yeah. That, you know, is there anything else you guys want yeah. to talk about? Uh, only, only really, I just want to say um, big thanks to everybody who's made us feel welcome. I mean, um, we've had a fantastic time so far. I know there's one day left, but... Not much is going to change in one one day, but uh, everybody's come up to us and said, uh, "I'll probably sound a bit like of it all, wasn't it?" That's, yeah. that's what's really hit us. It's kind of um, I don't know. People come over and they're talking to us about you know the show and they, yeah. know, they like the show, and, and uh, but it's all very sincere. It's all very yeah. kind of. It's just, been crazy. It's just yeah. It really has and at been. first, it's a bit kind of don't really. We're not used to that. So it's kind of overwhelming. Literally, I had to, there was one point where I just I went and sat out in the corridor for ten minutes and had my lunch around the right. corner because. Um, I had a, uh, my voice has been going, but I've had a, uh, just a row of people come to us, which has been amazing. But yeah, it's just, it's something we're not used to, not used to dealing with. So, yeah. but, um, so that's great. So thanks to all those guys that support us. I mean, if, thanks to, you know, everybody who's, who's, who's helped us care. It's been great. Um, it is kind of cool though. Yeah. It's, it's awesome for us, but um, <laughs> I think, you know, it does seem that some of the listeners yeah. are really happy to see us here, which is good. Um, and yeah, Americans, I love you. <laughs> it's a, it's no, it's been really good. I mean, um, well, culture, you know, this is the thing about Warhammer and um, as a hobby. You, apart from all the gaming, we all like the gaming, the tactics, and the painting, and all the rest of it. But I quite like the cultural aspect of it as well. I've done a lot of traveling for playing Warhammer, and this has been great. You know, like last night we were sitting around talking about taxes, gun laws, anything else right. we wanted to talk about. The NFL, you know, anything Target. That comes up. Target, <laughs> amazing trolleys. Um, you know, just. Just yeah, all it doesn't mean stuff. the carts, right? The yeah, carts. the carts. Yeah, yeah, the trolleys. Do you guys not have carts? At the, we have the, the trolleys. Yeah, the, not like yours, though. No, yeah, they're not cool. You got cool red plastic ones, man. We got these big metal ones. Target on the, on the side. Yeah. Yeah. big metal <laughs> ones. Those are on with the sound system. Yeah, that leaves <laughs> fat beats. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and um, anyway, so um, yeah, that's that's been really cool. But yeah, just being in America has been great, and um. It, Everybody's made us feel welcome, which is cool. Not yeah. had any issues. So, um, how long are you guys here till? Like, when are you getting back on a plane? Um, uh, Monday afternoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, Monday are you going to be doing the Sunday night? Are you doing like the poker and the yeah. board game night that the D six generations running? Mm, we I haven't planned yet. Yeah, yeah. I think. I think because I think you can sign re- in at pretty much any time. We haven't really got over the jet lag. We thought it wouldn't be a problem. I, mean, I work, I work shifts, and my body clock's all over the place anyway. Uh, and then with the sort of the um, six hours difference from yeah. here, we've really suffered with. Yeah, I probably really sound a tired. bit. I probably sound a bit like we're, we're on this show, but it's just purely because I haven't slept for three days. And my voice. Well, is you're, you have the adrenaline plus the jet lag, and it's yeah. just a yeah, mix. it's the up yeah. and down, and obviously, and obviously, like when people want to talk to you, they come over to you and want to talk to you. You got to, you know, you can't just say sorry. I don't want to talk. Sorry, you got to keep going with it. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, um, but no, but, it's been it's been fantastic, and also talking to different people from the gaming groups. You know, um, everybody's got a different gaming group. You yeah. know, learning about what people do and what they think of comp and what they think of this and what they think of that. And, Talking about to their about their hobby and their army and what they've done and looking at what they've done, it's been really mm. cool. So, I think Sunday night I might just sit in on a few games I'm watching. Yeah. Just watch. You just sit down and relax, not have yeah. to not have to think about something. Just you know, have a few drinks with the guys and just watch. Yeah, just veg out. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, like right over there, there's a whole bunch of them playing Zombie Side, and there's what there's seven people playing, I think, and there's at least seven people just 
standing around enjoying it, cheering yeah. them on, just there is a shooting small the breeze. Chance. There is a small chance, as I've been drinking quite a bit this weekend, that tomorrow afternoon, if I'm winning my game, five, there may be some drinking going on uh-huh. uh, by 10-3. Because oh, I've been drinking if I'm winning. There's going to be yeah. Dan running around with no shirt on and stuff. No, no, there won't be that. But uh, <laughs> I, I, say, I say drink up because your flight out isn't until 5 o'clock the next day. Yeah, so, no yeah. kidding. No, no, we've yeah, we got, we got we have, And I might actually get some sleep. Is it 5 o'clock to the flight? Yeah, 4.55. Yeah, yeah, we, have, we need to speak oh. to Christopher about what uh, time he can... Uh, the you garage know, hammer taxi. He'll be there to pick you up. Yeah. So, uh, nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just just overall, it's been fantastic, and um, I've really enjoyed the American scene um, here. I know it's uh, a little bit different, isn't it? Because it's a sort of an amalgamation of right. coming in. But um, our experience has been nothing but positive. I think the, our big difference is us us saying how good it is out here and how much we appreciate it and all that kind of all, all of that. For the American listeners, they just obviously they they take it for what it is and they they hear it and 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 they get it. But the UK listener, without you know, dis, you know, disrespecting the UK listeners, it all sounds a bit soppy. Yeah. It all sounds a bit like, oh, you know, you just sugarcoat it. Lip service. You know? Yeah. Okay, so that's I, kind of not what we're about. No, I, mean, I, I know, know you don't listen as much, but I know you listen. Yeah. And you heard when Curry was on. Yeah. And he was he was on here on our episode singing the praise. And he was doing it on his own show as well. Yeah. Did you guys kind of feel like, oh, come on, it can't be like that? Like, did you feel like he was laying it on? Did you feel uh, this kind I of stuff? I never heard I'll it. I'll tell so. you what, I feel, yeah, slightly, yeah. but not, not in terms of the U.S. But uh, I, I thought some of the feedback. From the event, it was a little bit rosy cutted in terms of this is how Warhammer should be in the rest of it. I don't think that's all. I'm going to say at the beginning. I don't think this this is any different to any other Warhammer tournament in terms of actual the game and the mm-hmm. scenario and all that. Right. It's, it's everything else around it. It's yeah. so amazing. Um, so from that perspective, yeah. But um, I, you know, the bit we're telling, we're enjoying about is just being here and being in America, being around the event. It's not the Warhammer specifically on the table is right. different. So yeah, it's all the people. The, all the Twitter people that you don't know, but you, you talk on Twitter, yeah. on Twitter all the time. Yeah. It's a little bit like I've said to yeah. you guys have probably listened to me talk about the ETC over the years, and I've yeah. said it's not about the games. And it's, this is, for me, exactly the same. I've enjoyed my games, and I love playing Warhammer, so it doesn't matter. I could be playing that in the basement. It wouldn't make any difference to yeah. me. But um, it's it's the everything else that goes on around it that's, that's the, the cool bit. So hopefully that's the bit that the list, I want the listeners to know is it's not us saying American Warhammer's amazing, man. It's us saying America's amazing. I would agree with both of those statements though. I would just, I personally would agree with both statements but if you're only saying one, I'll take the one. I yeah. Well, I think to have an appropriate uh, measure to, to compare is, you know, we'd have to go to the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pop yeah, yeah. GT or whatnot. Yeah. yeah. But then again, that would be like cool for you guys because if you if you came out and played in a UK tournament, it, it would be cool just for the fact that it's very different to what you're used to right. doing. You'd also probably see, see yeah. a similar reception to what we've got in the UK. And I'm yeah. sure there's loads of Garrett Hammer listeners um, there that we, you know, the kids see. That's my biggest problem. Well, if until, we could somehow manage until that, my kids nice. are old enough, yeah. yeah, then I'm stuck. But yeah, if we could manage... Well, plus, let's be honest... I mean, unless we could contact you and somehow circumvent the 17 and a half second window you have to order tickets. <laughs> I saw you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, look, I know some, your people could talk to our people. <laughs> right. yeah. you know yeah. we'll, we'll I mean, I don't, I don't want I mean, I to be treated any differently, but, uh, yeah, I mean, if we ever get tickets, that would be so cool. That would cool. be great. I, I'd if look I was going to go, that's where I'd go. So you t- I've never been to the U.K., but I envision it to be, like, the GW headquarters and, like, this magical land of beautiful big armies. It is. Everyone I mean, plays Warhammer. And we're, uh, we're, you know, we're... UK uh, people, but we don't live anywhere near Warhammer World, and we do a little pilgrimage every year. But we still go there, you know. We we always, whenever we get there, we get a chance to go to the Miniatures Hall and have a look at it. And it's like, oh my god, this yeah, is so amazing! Warhammer World, you got to you got to go there if you're into Warhammer. You've got to go to Warhammer yeah, you've World you've got to at least once. once. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's how, how big of, is it? 
well, with the building not, itself? No, it's not massive. I it's mean, it's a reasonable ground. I mean, Americans probably think it's small because you know you guys uh, have got like but our just, car park. Yeah, right, but our right, stores right. are our GW stores are really tiny. I mean, right. so. Um, but now it's not I mean, we see pictures it's, and it's like, wow, it looks. I mean, honestly, when we see pictures, like the game hall looks like this size. Yeah. From the photographs, and then a whole second floor for like the the museum and portion. Then, yeah, yeah. Got the, that, and then you got Bugman's Brewery. Yeah. I mean, you've got. I mean, it seems I mean, it's amazing. Big, it is a big hall. They're refurbing it at the moment. They're, it is yeah, a big hall. Games, it? So, and you've got yeah. um, you've got a shop one end, and obviously you've got Bugman's Bar. And it's worth going just for the atmosphere yeah, of Bugman's Bar because you go in and it's just got this feel about it. It's great. There's not a GW in the states that can field 150 players. Yeah. I mean that that's, that's huge. Yeah, I mean that's that amazing. Huge. But I mean this, this biggest one I've seen could well the bunker we could play what 40 people at once I think or Some, I, maybe something like that. Well, well, at one point it was really big. Yeah, maybe a hundred. Uh, maybe twenty or thirty. Maybe thirty tables. It was something like that. Yeah. I mean tops. That thing was thirty tables, yeah. and that's that was like the that's the bunker, the battle bunker. That's like the biggest thing in the area. Right. Yeah. So yeah, so Warhammer World being that big is something. I actually that was that was one of the funniest things was when we were the when Harrison went. Heather's like, my wife's like, where do you want to go see? And there's my I think it was nine at the time. He's like, I want to go to Warhammer World, and I get the look because that was like because they were in London, so it was like a couple hours on the train, yeah, be, yeah, yeah. and then somebody met them and they had to take a cab to Warhammer World. Oh, so your son's been there? Yeah. Harrison, uh-huh. my wife's been there. My wife, <laughs> you but, but you haven't. Was, oh, my man. wife went with Harrison and my mother-in-law to England, to London, and uh, Harrison really wanted to go to Warhammer. So on Sunday, or I think it was, they went and they took the train from London, and you know it's a couple. It's like a long train ride. Harrison's played because Bobo brought his high elves for Harrison and brought his own dark elf army. Yep. They played a game at Warhammer World while my wife and my mother-in-law were sitting at Bugman's eating, and then Curry showed up and was hanging out with them. So she's like, oh, yeah, I know Ben Curry. Yeah, we're friends. I hung out with him. I'm like, oh, I hate you. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> she's got taking pictures of, like, the signs for the rats and the weird rat men underneath in, the, yeah. on the, in Bugman's. And she's yeah. like, oh, look at all this cool stuff. She, I don't even know what it means, but I'm, I'm in the middle uh. of it. It's way cooler than anything you see in the night. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Did you feel a certain amount of injustice with all that? I was so <laughs> upset. But that was her getting me back because I'm certain she'd have rather spent that day Sightseeing in London, sure, not eating at but the Warhammer World. Took a whole day to go to Warhammer <laughs> World because I told my son, "Listen, mommy's taking you to England, Warhammer World." <laughs> and that was it. And everyone kept asking, "Harrison, what was your favorite part of England?" Warhammer World. <laughs> You're raising the boy right. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, guys, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure. I, we really do appreciate You're very it. Welcome. No, thank We've you for having us. Co- yeah. Hopefully, you'll right. get some useful content out of this. Oh, oh I'm, yeah. I'm keeping yeah. most of it. <laughs> no, I mean, not, not too much. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. We're so going to get emails before this episode comes out from Dan. Listen, I'd really appreciate yeah. it. The, the episode, all the really yeah. inappropriate things I said. I've now sobered up. Please remove those things. <laughs> like I said. The, uh, Especially the bit about the Girl Scouts. The episode image might have to be that Girl Scout image. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Scouting then, in the USA. Wayne yo. turns around and well, look, she's doing. The, he's taking the boxes back up to the room. So. Yeah. He'll be the one looking the show's at show's going to be called Oh What a Girl Can Do. Oh What a Girl Can Do. <laughs> Man, I love the US. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even do it. My voice All right. Yeah. Anyway, thanks, thanks guys. Again, thanks, again. thanks for coming out. And Thank folks, you. we will be back. Unique Gibson Games in Grays Lake, Illinois is the one-stop shop for all your gaming needs. 
that carry anything your favorite gamer may want. Board games, collectible card games, miniature-based games, and all your hobby gaming supplies are there, as well as books, charms, incense, crystals, and other unique gifts. UGG has it all. Come into the store and ask about their frequent buyers program, or check out their gaming and events calendars in-store or online. From Tuesday night War Machine and Thursday Board Game Night to Friday Night Magic, there's always something going on at Unique Gifts and Games in Gray's Lake. Check them out on the web at uniquegg.com. All right, we are back, and it's time to wrap up the show. Just leave that there. That's fine. Chris, go yeah. to sleep. I know you're tired. A little bit. A little rest up. You too. You need your sleep. Because i got to get up in the morning and do what? Well, I don't know. i got to pick up you game with Braska. I do need my sleep. All right, folks, thank you for listening. Please leave us a nice review on iTunes. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we will be back in a couple of weeks talking all about the dwarves. The Dowie? Is that what they call them? The Dowie. All right, let's all do right. it. See you later, folks. Bye. You've been listening to Garage Hammer. If you like the show, we invite you to join the Garage Hammer community by joining our forums at garagehammer.net slash forum or our Facebook page, Garage Hammer Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter. Follow David at Garage Hammer and follow Chris at Topher Chris U. If you'd like to contact us, you can reach David through David at garagehammer.net. You can reach me, that's Chris, through ChrisU at GarageHammer.net. And you can reach both of us through GarageHammer at Live.com. If you want to help support GarageHammer, check the support page or the show store on our website, or leave us a positive review on iTunes. Until next time, thanks for listening.